All right. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I know you already invited me before, so I was just um, usually like on a, on a Saturday is my my long day stream. But seeing how so I wasn't doing one today, I thought I can actually join. So let's do it. Awesome. So pretty much um, like for tonight, mate. The main reason we wanted to get you on because I still would like to do one with you and the rest of the Karma crew. Um, again like we had planned down uh, the line but tonight uh, I felt we needed to talk about what happened um, earlier or last night on Twitter for you or whatever but earlier today for me with the falling out over Tope's tweet about um, food on um, well, the dying of starvation and um, the rain being OP yes so Sad. we we didn't agree. We did we didn't agree, and we couldn't see each other's point of view on the matter. So for those who don't no, know, no, no, we did, we did. But it's it's the way the way you went about it is what what I had an issue with. Um, not necessarily the point, because 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 I the point we funny enough we actually agreed on the point halfway through, and then the end you said, "Well, I, let's just you know I just disagree with what you're saying," even though you agreed with what I said earlier. Um, but yeah, if you want, you can give context to the whole conversation or you want me to do it. You can do it, mate. Okay. So, um, Tope has been playing a little bit of vanilla recently and he tweeted out that, uh, right now in Daisy, uh, rain is a very big factor. Also, um, finding food is a very big factor to a lot of people not really having a great experience in the game. Um, he ran from Cherno to Zelenogorsk with like three cans of food, a pair and uh, rice and ended up dying still because of the rain. Rain obviously accelerating your uh, hunger and thirst a lot faster because it makes you cold. And so he wanted to tweet that out and wanted to spark a discussion about rain. Uh, I fully agree. I've been saying this for a long, long time that rain is completely unbalanced right now in Daisy and, have, and it has ever since they... Um, changed the weatherproof clothing system from just having a raincoat to um, doing a system where you require all your clothing items to be waterproof. And all former items like a raincoat or Gorka that used to be waterproof is not waterproof anymore. It's water resistant. So you'll still get wet even though you wear that clothing item will still get wet even though you wear, you wear them in the rain and they're supposed to be water resistant they'll still get wet after a minute. Yeah. So Tope's point was, um, that it, what is the intention of this? And and then and I um, chimed in saying, it's just the rain being completely unbalanced because the only real, real way of dealing with the rain is putting warm or cooked items in your inventory. And for the majority of the time, that's just meat, right? And the fact that in order to just have a good experience rather than sitting inside a building all the time, not getting wet, is the alternative is cook some stuff and put it in your pants or in your jacket. And that is a one that's unrealistic Two, it's just, it's just kind of stupid for for a game that's supposed to be improving <clears throat> on their systems um, to still have that in the game. And then on top of that, not actually allowing uh, server owners proper weather controls. Like we actually have to mod weather in order for you to even be able to completely disable it or control how much rain you actually want to have. The minimal rain setting in Daisy still is rain every 50 minutes over in, in the most part. It's pretty random, but it's very regularly. 
And the fact that you, when you get wet, when it starts raining, you get wet within 30 seconds. 30 seconds later, boom, you're sick. 30 seconds later, boom, you're coughing and your character is just, and then the coughing initially is like once every couple of minutes, but then it gets more and more and more and more. And then now, you, now your character is constantly coughing. So this whole rain experience in DayZ, in my opinion and in Tope's opinion then as well, it's just completely unbalanced. Like it needs, it needs more variety, and it needs more, um, it needs more waterproof <clears throat> clothing. Actually, needs to exist, and there needs to be more variety in that. Uh, or you need to give, um, you need, to, you need to balance the rain and how quickly you get sick and all that. See now, and, a lot of the points you raised there, I do agree with. Um, the 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 lack of variety of weather, uh, sorry, um, suitable clothing to wear is another major factor. Um, the just how quickly it hits on you. Yeah, I agree that could be tweaked, but I still yeah. come back to, and this is where we fell uh, apart. I still come back to that. Regardless of all that, this is about play styles as opposed to the the mechanics being overly broken. The mechanics need tweaking. Fucking what doesn't need tweaking in Daisy? But this yeah. comes from like basically from having watched you guys a lot and. This is not having a go at your play style or anything like that. You know, I've been talking about it tonight on the stream. You and Tope are highly fucking successful streamers. And you guys play a certain style. You know, you're very quick to get back into the action. And um, I don't know not how always, how, how much okay. you jo uh, jog and all the rest of it. But for someone like me, I looked at when I looked at that tweet, I just went, I can't remember the last time I died from exposure. Because... There's so many things, and you know, I've, I've even got people saying it in my chat. There's so many things you can do to um, avoid that burning, or, and not just sitting in a house um, and <clears throat> hiding from the rain. But you know, I, I, I still generally always uh, go out uh, in the rain. But that's because I play a slower play style. This is and you put cooked meats in your pants. Not often. Not often. I kind okay. of try to avoid doing that now. I did it for a little while, and then I got bored, and I went. So how do you stay warm? I don't, but I make sure I've got enough calories on me. I make sure I've got vitamins on me. Um, okay. So when as soon as you see that sickness icon uh, pop up, you pop a vitamin or you pop a tetra um, or a codeine or whatever, and it gets rid of the flu for you. Um, and well, that would be based off of that you actually have those those, those yeah. supplies, and and, and then I mean, yeah, but especially if you're a fresh spawn, um, uh, especially in vanilla, it can be quite difficult to, it to can acquire be. that amount of food to make a journey like that. And it, that was it can be a bit RNG. I agree on that. And but but the point wasn't necessarily that we have a different opinion on this, right? That wasn't the point of why I was pissed off at you yesterday. The reason why I was pissed off at you yesterday is because rather than say what you're saying right now, the first thing you mentioned was you guys are run and gun play style. And so and you said and some people actually actually value PVE aspects of the game. That's what you said. And by that you mean is that we don't value that. But if we don't value that, then we obviously don't mention it. We actually care a lot about the game. And I do agree there is definitely room for some servers to be more punishing with this thing more rain more uh, less food have that experience that you're used to but right now the vanilla experience and that was the point that taupe was making the vanilla experience is not balanced you have to have a set in the middle and right now it is leaning far too much to one point 
And what you said, the way you said it, means you were discrediting our opinions on it because our play style doesn't match what that situation is. Well, while we're not trying to get away from any PvE aspects of the game, and we value that as well, but by saying it the way you said it, you basically mean, yeah, but you guys don't play vanilla, so like why even talk about it like you really set it in a way that you're kind of like discrediting our opinions on it because the play style doesn't match what's going on there and that's not the <clears> intent <throat> of what Tope was trying to say that's not the intent of what i was trying to say and this is something that i tried to explain to both of you guys yesterday like four times like it doesn't look you can disagree with it and that's fine but the first thing you do the first reaction you have is discrediting our opinion because our play style is not the same as yours. And that's something I had an issue with, especially because at this point, you should probably know that we care a lot about the game. You want to see the game do better. This is where the point of the 17,000 hours comes in. We don't just say shit because it's emotional. We have invested interest in it, and we have a good understanding of what the game is about. So, um, and especially because we have stuck with it through very hard times, and every time when something was very hard, we, we spoke up as well this kind of like way of just constantly mentioning things that you think are wrong in the game will help give a direction for developers because we're the ultimate play testers right like you can have a whole QA department but i can guarantee you that someone like Topo and I, a Topo or i have a better understanding of anyone in that QA department of how the game balance fits in how the game what they're doing with the game actually translates into the game and that's why when you say your play style does not match that thing it's a little bit disrespectful because we we don't deserve that shit like we we i think anyone should be able to share their opinions not like and then you're trying to put it in my shoes that i'm saying if you don't have that many hours you don't have any right to give an opinion which was you did state that me off. no i did not i said we have so many hours right so it's a, so if you tell us you can't have an opinion that is especially that's the disrespectful part you're saying you weren't being disrespectful, but dude, like you're talking to, to people who literally play this game for a living, care a lot about the game, clearly. And you're telling those people is that their opinions are not as valid because the play style is different. That's pretty disrespectful. And, and, and you know, especially because, um, you know, I, I, I hold, you guys, hold you guys in respect as well. Like that's not, that shouldn't be your first reaction to something that was said. That is not day, what I said at all though. And if you took it that way, I apologize, but that is not how it was meant. Well, Tope saw that as well. That's the yeah, way he came, I, the I, way I, I know it. that, but it is not how it was meant. And so many people have reached out to me and said they understood where I was coming from and couldn't understand why you guys took it the way um, you did. My, yeah, my but thing you're was trying to confirm your own opinions a little bit there, dude. Like, it, 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 as you two are with like each other. other, people said this and other people said this on a one of one thing. Like that's clearly how it came across. Right. That's how it came across to us. And that's why it was disrespectful to us. And because just because you have other people telling you, it's like, no, 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 I get where you're coming from, Boydie. That doesn't mean that you didn't disrespect us by what you said. And then you called me a fucking snowflake, which, oh, man, like that, that really put, put me over the next <laughs> level, man. Pulling, put, calling me a snowflake is like, dude, I take so much shit on my Twitch stream all the time. You know, I don't get offended with shit. But, um, you know, saying something disrespectful like that, kind of got us the wrong way because there's definitely a culture going on within the community where if you play vanilla people sometimes act like they're the superior player like i don't know we play vanilla we're not playing on the modded server 
And so there's a little bit of this, and this is where the elitism thing comes on. Not so sp specifically mentioned towards you, but more towards the attitude that you had. The thing right? is, though, I hardly play vanilla. I play servers that are harder than vanilla, um, as a general rule. That's that's what I personally prefer. I don't find mm -hmm. vanilla that hard. Um, but going back to the original point, that part of the reason why I spoke up as well is, and I said this um, to some people, that what, one of the things um, that concerns me is I like the direction that the Daisy Vanilla is going. Um, and that, you know, the way that I think Sumrak from what he says and, you know, just the, the way he is, uh, the stuff he's kind of talked about with Namolsk and, and Namolsk isn't ready enough for the vanilla experience and he wants to work on some things. I And I, I totally understand that. Look at my viewers. Um, I've got a handful of um, people watching me when I stream my hardcore style. Look at the likes of yourselves, Lax, Tope, Running Man and all that who play the more PvP-oriented um, gameplay. Not always. Now, Tope in particular has got some fucking hilarious interaction videos. Um, he he's, he do, truly does the full gamut. Yourself as well, Running Man as well. But I still feel, you know, even if you go back to what Dean Hall um, was quoted as saying about when you find a can of beans, you will be ecstatic. And that is the way I feel that the vanilla daisy experience should be there is so many modded servers even the console people can play with the spawn rates and all the rest of it now to make daisy more like what the mod was but the original vision of daisy was for a more hardcore survival experience and right or wrong that's a you know you can say that that's the most stupid thing ever they're going to lose players and all the rest of it but at the end of the day it's bohemia's game that's a decision for them me personally I like the way that they're going with vanilla, making it a more challenging experience. It isn't just about running and finding the first gun, um, and you know, or running around and killing freshies in electro and some of the silliness. And you know, it's fun. I watch it. The likes of Lax and um, Uncle Ray Ray and that they're hilarious. Um, but I feel that Daisy is at its core meant to be a more hardcore survival-based experience that has you, you know. On, on the edge of your seat all the time and punishes you when you make silly mistakes, which that's, I know that sounds a bit arrogant, but Tope, from what I can tell, made a few silly mistakes and got punished for it. Um, <clears throat> and then came on to tweet about the system being broken. I don't think it is. I think it needs polishing. I think it needs refining, yes. Um, but I love what they've done. And, and to be fair, um, I actually agree with you on that, in that um, I think, so every single server can already make Daisy a lot more casual, right? And def definitely the, the game is leaning, right now the player base is leaning far too casual, in my opinion, to what Daisy is as a survival game. And um, so I like, things having more hardcore and I like that the elements or PVE aspects can actually be quite punishing. However, the point that I think, uh, and, and I agree, Tope perhaps, Tope perhaps sometimes have, has, has, has a way of just like running a little bit too much and not keeping that PVE aspect too much in mind. But he does make a good point is that the range especially, which comes back to what we were talking about, um, it's just not very well flushed out. Like you can't have 
a, a hardcore survival game and have no balance in rain whatsoever. Rain is punishing, but there's no balance. There needs to be uh, proper ways of defending yourself from the rain. Either maybe something improvised, like you find a trash bag, you put it on. Or something like, in general, just more waterproof clothing. Shit, have an umbrella. I don't know. Like, <laughs> or... Uh, there, there's like better ways of staying warm. The fact that you cough literally 30 seconds after you're cold is completely messed up as well. And I think yeah. that was the, the core focus of the tweet. Like the food is one thing, um, but the four core focus of the tweet was the lack of balance within the rain. And so um, I fully agree with you on this, but it needs to be balanced. It needs to be balanced. It needs to have a way where... Uh, there's options. There's more to the rain. There's more to avoid the rain, just like you would at IRL. There, it's not just sitting inside or this or putting cooked meat in my pants. It is or or, or running around with vitamins all the time because you you keep fucking coughing. They really s seriously need to one look into rain controls for servers, having more tight controls to it. Two, having waterproof clothing be more accessible and available, giving more options. And three, also finding out other, perhaps more improvised ways of trying to battle the rain. And I think that's what Tope was trying to say. And that's something I fully agree with. I'm not for the super casual approach. It's like, oh, rain should, should be a small thing in the game. I'm fully not that guy. That's just why, especially also because you immediately went to that direction. You guys are more running and gunning. Well, Tope is a lot more to that side than I actually am. Um, hmm. So it's a bit... Kind of putting us in a box like you kind of did with other streamers just now putting us all in boxes whereas i feel like any like even any one of those guys should be allowed to voice their opinions just as much because even though their play styles might not fit dealing with rain as much it does not mean is that they don't have a best interest into what the vanilla game should be about and everyone should be allowed to and i, I don't doubt you guys in that respect as you said um you guys have been loyal to this game pretty much since it first came out. Um, and no one can say that you haven't. Um, but th there was no disrespect meant in that in that aspect. Um, and I, I know like it's a bit of a pigeonhole to say the run and gun. But that's what, you know, if, when you do boil it down into a nutshell, that's predominantly what you guys do a lot of when you're streaming. Um, is, you know, mm. the the... Not, maybe not so we much. We do a lot of hunting. I'll give you that. We don't do a lot of hunting. That yeah. doesn't mean we're just running gunning. But see, that's a that's a massive thing. You know, two little things there. Vitamins. You take them before. You know, if you get cut by a zombie, um, or if you get cold and you're wet, you pop a vitamin. It stops you getting sick. And the other one is, as I said, you know, pretty much every time I see an animal now, um, I try to kill the fucker so I can get the fat. And then cook that fat. And then if you ingest three or four pieces of fat, man, you don't have to worry about food for hours. Hours in game. It just lasts forever. Just simple little things that then enable you to just run at your leisure um, that mm -hmm. I've learnt from playing the more hardcore survival. So I'm, I'm looking at it from my pigeonholed, you know, um, PvP, uh, sorry, not PvE elitist um, uh, mentality. Um, but... That's just stuff I've learned, and that was all I was trying to get across was I don't agree it's broken. There were simple things you can do to prevent it. And the other factor as well that I think plays into it is <clears throat> with you guys being so successful, you, you, 
as I, as I said before, I have a handful of people watching me because watching someone um, jog the entire map and um, stopping to fish, you know, kill a chicken, make bone hooks out of the um, bones from the fish, then go, uh, sorry, out of the, uh, from the chicken, then go and um, fish and then get the wood, go into a house, light a fire, and, you know, half an hour later and I still haven't left the spawn town because I'm still searching for every single little thing I can before I leave. But that's the way I play. Whereas you guys don't do that. You know, I, I don't think you'd spend half an hour looting some, you know, one of the spawn towns um, just to get make sure you've got enough gear before you progress to the next town um, and then repeat the cycle. It's a boring fucking play style to watch as a viewer, but that's the way I... And, and for a lot of people to play as well, keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And uh, that comes back to the point of um, that... Should Daisy just say fuck it? We're not going to be the hardcore game that Dean envisioned, and just become the more casual game that the majority. And I'm not saying that you want that, but you look at the servers out there: Trump's War, One SK, um, all these easy loot um, servers. They're what people want to play. The majority of on Daisy. Um, and I understand why, because not everyone is like you or me who has hours each week to be able to play Daisy. There are some guys who work a nine to five job, come home. Um, yeah, I've got Ben from um, BWOF in my <laughs> his service. He has the rain off. Um, but there are people who just want to come uh, knock off work, um, spend a bit of time with the wife and kids and then jump on Daisy for an hour and then to sit there and play my play style. I know that's not for them, but then you've got the modded servers that allow for them. So I still feel the vanilla experience is correct the way it is. Look right. at that handsome okay. devil who just joined the stream. Inclement Dab. Hello. Yeah, what up? Good morning, everyone. I'm just here to play rock, paper, scissors with Brimstone. <laughs> you guys keep going. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, so I think that the um, I just think that vanilla. Sorry, mate, we lost you. Oh no, I've frozen. Okay, should we wait or should we? Should I no, talk? They're, they're, they're now, now we're good. I go for it. He's back. Okay, okay, okay. So I think that Daisy right now is too far one way. Uh, there needs to be a more balance to the rain. Um, I agree that it needs to be hardcore, but now, right now it has gone too far because not the reason why, th think about it for a second, the reason why so many people play the more casual part of DayZ is perhaps vanilla, uh, vanilla is just um, not balanced enough to attract a bigger audience. That doesn't mean is that you should cater to the biggest audience, but it does mean is that there's definitely some aspects in the vanilla part that could be improved upon. You can take that as a hint. It's like, hmm, why is everyone else playing even on servers that are not necessarily over-modded, but even on modded servers, because a lot of the time, a lot of part of Daisy just isn't balanced. And um, I think I think everyone should speak up about it and, and talk about it and be public about it, because that will uh, give directions towards the devs. The devs keep an eye on Twitter. Like, they keep an eye on all that stuff. Um, you know, they follow a bunch of people in the Daisy community. And the people that have all this experience playing the game having it in the discussion between them is actually very valuable for them so I've, this is you know i've seen it before you know where you, if you have a different opinion 
um, people would rather have you not give that opinion because they disagree with it. Uh, and people sometimes say like, oh, I get this quite a bit as well. It's like, oh man, you, 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 you talk too much, you complain too much about the game. But I'm just thinking, well, if no one talks about it, then nothing is going to fucking happen. Like you should be vocal about these things when they are worrying because, or when they're worrying because anything generally in the game you disagree with because it, it sends messages to the community and sends messages to the devs. It's like, hey, this is how I think your game can be improved. And that is where we would never um, agree because I don't think that um, that topic is something that really needs to be made less casual. I agree there needs to be some tweaking, maybe some different articles of clothing and all the rest of it. But I had someone point out there before that, you know, you were mentioning before about how you could find a raincoat and you were safe. Basically what they've done is they've made it a bit more challenging, which form myself is something I really enjoy being that it's not as easy like I said in the chain of tweets that one of the easiest ways is you know if I find um, a server and it's raining like crazy I run to the first fire station and I wear the fireman's clothing because I know that's probably yeah I understand the point that then you'll end up with a server full of people running around wearing the same outfit and that's why I say there do need to be some more alternatives um, you know you could find rain pants um and you know wellies um, and all the rest of it, but I I like the fact that um, you know it's not just a one um, clothing item makes you immune to rain now. No, but that's not what I'm saying either. Uh, uh, this is what this is what we come coming back to last night. We actually agree on this. We have the same opinion on this. Like I don't necessarily think is that there should be one clothing a clothing item that should give you immune to rain. Like I don't necessarily mind it if there is this full on rain system, but um there needs to be more options and that's why i said it's like mm. you, you, like you just said right now what i said you and i agree on this fully it's just that um i don't know maybe the message came across wrong or it's twitter everything comes across wrong on twitter no but even even right now right like even right now it's like oh no i don't i don't agree and then you say it's like what i'm looking for is something that you have like one raincoat and make it easier, more casual. That's not what I said at all. I just said it needs to be balanced. It needs to be a balance to the whole thing. And that's why you need to be vocal about it. We agree on this, Boydie. And that's why mm. it was a little bit frustrating for me to read last night that it got into that, got into that, got into that, because you already said, oh, we agree on this. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of confused anyway. now. Yeah, uh, that's what I was last night. Anyway, perhaps it's um, perhaps it's a good idea because if, if someone else can give their opinion about this. I'll jump in with a quick one. Um, I know people in chat are expecting me to be a cunt. I'm going to I'm going to keep it under wraps because I'm in a slightly better mood than I was when we started. Um, cunt away, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th I think I think on the on the topic of um, obviously of Twitter and, and things, like that, I think we had the the similar, if not the same issue with the whole uh milo the average sniper controversy a few months back where obviously everyone was piling on on twitter in one way or another and there was no there was no one side or one person that was right and one that was right it was all a complete fucking clusterfuck and i think i mentioned it on the podcast at that time as well that i think part of the issue that we have is that oh my internet Thank you. 
the full meaning necessarily. You all you see is words written down. There's no nuance. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. There's no nuance. There's no context necessarily. Someone types something. You see words on a screen, and then it's left to you as a, as the as the recipient of that to read that and gather your own context and make your own decisions about what's written. And mm -hmm. I think I think that's an issue that we that we all have in the sense that that's how I think things snowball because you see something and we all, we all do it. When I say you, I don't mean one specific person. I mean you as in the, the collective you. We all see that and, and we make our own minds up. Our brain goes, right, this is the words that are written. This is how I take that. Therefore, this is my response to that based on how I took that message. But that message is the way you, you know, we take that message isn't necessarily the way the sender of that message meant it to be taken. Um, so I think it can be a bit of a a bit of a ball ache in a, in a sense that mm -hmm. we all type things out and we see things on Twitter, but there's no context behind it. I think in an ideal world, I think if if there comes a situation where we ha you know one of a couple of us have some sort of disagreement or someone voices an opinion on Twitter and someone else has a different idea of it. I think it is worth sort of having having a, a vocal conversation like we are today to get those points across instead of doing what we all have done. And I'm I'm certainly not innocent of this. During the Milo thing, I I had a conversation, if you want to call it that, with Running Man's on Twitter myself. You know, and I, I think having that one to one conversation, having that actual like we are now, being able to actually speak to each other and see people's facial features and, and you know and see how people react into things you say makes it a lot easier to get a point across and saves all of the the quote-unquote drama and what have you on twitter and I, th I think people and we all do it we're all too very quick to jump in and just type away not giving a flying fuck about the repercussions of the words we say and how they're going to be taken by other people I agree. That could be, but that could be some. That, that's a definitely something I think anyone should do is before, um, before they just tweet something, um, think about how can that be perceived. How yeah. Is, what's the nuance behind this tweet? Be very um, specific and deliberate with what you with what you mean, um, because if you if it can be perceived another way, then yeah, it can. Probably easy for me just to uh, cancel Twitter. Yeah. Oh, Guys, I'm joking. really sorry. My um, Discord keeps on lagging. My life would have gone a lot easier if there had been a font for sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, we have the, the 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 caps, lower caps, caps, lower caps, lap caps, lower caps thing, right? Yeah, and then to be fair, Twitter does now have uh, gifs or gifs, whatever, however you prefer to pronounce it. GIF. You know, and and there and there is a kappa one. Um, you know, so I, I do tend to try and use that as much as possible. But I get the strange feeling I'll probably piss a few people off with constant uh, constant gifs rather than actually typing things out. But mm -hmm. I guess that's just part of the fun of uh, of being on Twitter nowadays. <laughs> My chat's full of kappas right now. God damn it. <laughs> Ben. Hello. What have you got to say? On what regarding? Yeah, yeah. Regarding this situation, um, 
I'll be honest. I I I, I agree with Mister Minder on the uh, on the rain. Um, that's why I don't have it on my server. Everybody everybody complains about it. The vanilla rain is not good. It's uh, it does way too much, way too quick. something to your tastes i suppose except right, just the nice thing about console, it console that is yeah. and then you're fucked. well uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> there are there are different categories but, but in general peeps, are we yeah <laughs> well uh, you can adjust like weather settings on console right it, at the very well, least because that's a server setting extremely minimal extremely minimal it will still mm -hmm. rain and the minimum rain setting is either turned off or still a shit ton of rain yeah okay so that's right that's we why can add that out with the devs then but in general, yeah. like when, especially in a game like with like modding, especially like you have modding is like one of the greatest ways that people can express what they want to see in a game or whatever. You know, the expansion yes. guys they really wanted to see more. They wanted to see all these crazy, awesome features in a game that has modding support, and that's exactly what they did. And if you don't want it, then don't use expansion. So, that's just but I want the vehicles. True. I want the vehicles. I don't want all the other stuff. <laughs> I don't want all the other bugs. Just give me vehicles, man. Just no bugs, just vehicles. Yeah, just, just just I literally don't want anything else. Just give me the bus, the boat, and the helicopters, and I'm and I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> just put them in a separate pack alongside expansion. Everyone is gonna fucking do a little dance, rain dance, and uh, kumbaya. Kumbaya. I love the rain. Yeah, that's my two cents on it, though. I love the rain. I'm sorry. I I. I know I'm uh, in the minority um, here, but I love it the way it is. I love the challenge it presents. Um, and, you know, it's find a server that's, um, you know, more, um, well, has less rain on it. But I, I love the fact that they're taking vanilla in a more hardcore direction. Um, but I understand that that's a minority point of view and, you know, Mate, I love I love the rain personally. Like people have the misconception that the way my server set up is the way I like to play Daisy. That's not that's not how it works because if I set my server up the way I like to play Daisy, I'm probably not going to have anybody on it. Um, yeah. I pers I personally like having the rain in. I would have it I would have it on my server if 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 it was if it worked a lot better than it, like worked. Sorry, that's the wrong word. If it was toned down a lot more the the the, the effect it has like like minder was saying you, you it takes no time at all and you're coughing um from being being wet in it so i i'd, I'd like to see it adjusted but um, you can combat that just with simply having vitamins yeah i i, I i'm hearing both sides of the argument and i'm not i'm not saying anybody's wrong um but yeah, me personally, I, I I agree that it does need turning down a wee bit. For the record, on our servers we run rain, but we have made a custom mod, a server-side mod for ourselves that allows us full control of the rain. Um, you know, we were actually planning on making something like this public, uh, but it, you know, for doing something like that, just having controls for the rain, like we wanted to be extend on it a lot more before you can actually release it as a mod. So it's not just Oh hey, here's a small fix as a mod. Go use it yourself. Like it needs to be a full-on mod with 
proper rain, storm controls, lightning, fog, is that you can all this set with like variables and chances of it happening, etc. Um, so I agree in that fully, like I don't disagree with rain whatsoever. We have it on our servers. It's just that when it's raining, let's balance the shit around the rain. That's all. And dude, I rage has just said in my chat as well um, that most people are casual players and they, they don't have the knowledge to keep up with heavy weather. And I do understand that. And that's something that, um, you know, it's, it's kind of sad because it's such a simple fix um, that people can do. But like I said, again, you know, the casual players, they don't have hours upon hours to spend um, playing the game. They just want to be able to get in and have fun. So, yeah. I think I said it last week as well on the podcast. Who the fuck is casually playing DayZ anymore? Like you can't just jump in and have a five minute runaround unless you're going on like the on one of the ones V plus plus deathmatch servers. I think they're the only kind of servers you can really jump on, have five minutes, run around, shoot, have a laugh. Because DayZ is such a because it's obviously it's a survival game, it's one of those where you, you kinda have to sit there. I think we've all done it now where, you know, we've jumped on and thought, oh, just got home from work fancy having a quick run around see what's around in electro next thing you know it's fucking four o'clock in the morning you're back up for work in two hours and you've lost your entire fucking night yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm still doing it now i don't have anywhere near the amount of hours in game as a lot of you guys do but jesus christ i still do it now uh, maybe i just need to get out more but you know maybe that's a discussion for another day <laughs> yeah it really sucks you in sometimes oh yeah, yeah. Misses and kids, though, uh, kind of helps balance uh, the amount of time that I play uh, Daisy. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> Lay down the a, law. For being a sexual <laughs> yeah. tyrannosaur, mate. They can't keep their... Well, I said they. Oh, my God, that sounded so bad. Yeah, you might want to You might want to rephrase that one, mate. Yeah, this VOD's getting wiped at the end of the stream. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that's going to go well. I know who's just clipped that to one. He's been waiting <laughs> for juicy sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, FBI. <laughs> um, okay, so what did we resolve? We all agree that um, the hard, or not everyone agrees, but Minder and I agree that the hardcore approach is um, good. But yeah, I think we're all cunts. Let's be cunts together and work towards a more positive cunty future. I think we. I think we. I think we both agree is that. Um, Type Daisy needs to harden up on his survival game. skills. We we both we both agree that Daisy needs to remain a hardcore game, and we both agree is that there could be there should be more done to battle rain or have options with battling rain in the game, and that's that's really the end of what we were talking about. And that type needs to harden up on his um, survival skills. You agree to that, don't yeah, you, Minder? It's just bad at the game altogether um you know like he, everyone says he's so good but if you tone down the food he's no he'll just die all the time so come at me Tope. <laughs> now you're gonna unblock me on twitter you wanker i already did good okay. <laughs> now kiss Aww. and make up for christ's yeah, I was gonna sake say, now now kiff no that'd make it weird yeah <laughs> especially we'll after what them. i just said um okay i think we are done on that topic mind you're welcome to hang around if you want um or head back to uh your stream and continue doing your thing now we are 
to make MT Geary and my chat happy, going to focus on the guest of the night in Clement Dab. He's here to talk about his um, Daisy map editing mod that he's making, Minder. No, I have, I'm actually very interested in this. I'm sticking around. Awesome, awesome. Cool. In Clement Dab. I guess I can... Thank you All so right. much for coming on, mate. Um, I know Thank you we're for having me. Half an hour late, pretty much, but um, I felt we needed to um, talk about the um, issue that happened um, earlier. Um, oh, you're bringing no up a um, special. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. I came prepared. <laughs> you did. You, you said you I've were got, going uh, to. So I've before a, you start, before stuff. you start, I want to let people know mm -hmm. you do stream on Twitch, um, and your Twitch name is Inclement Dab, the same as his name mm -hmm. in. Um, well, he, he's there typing away in chat. So please give the guy a follow if you are interested in what he is doing. Now, one of the things that amazes me about the Daisy community, mate, is just there is so many people out there doing shit that I didn't even know was possible. Like I had. I, not meaning to be rude or nothing, but I hadn't heard of you a week and a half ago. And then people started oh, yeah. saying, you need to check this guy out. You need to check this guy out. And I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing? And then I watched your stream and I, or the clip that they put in my arm um, in the show. And it was just, what the hell is this? This is something <laughs> even an idiot boomer like me could probably manage. Take it yeah, away, there, um, <clears throat> I. I haven't been um, I haven't been very vocal about it. The project's been active for about a month so far. Um, I actually got a lot of I got some footage. I went back in time because uh, me and Dewan Dewan was like one of the first people that actually came up to me and like we him and I were the ones that like really kind of started the project um, because he sort of he came into me and he was like you know hey I just figured out how to like load a map in the bulldozer like I load how, I figured out how to load Chernaris in the bulldozer because normally you can't because it's like it, it, you know That's, they got a totally binary what's, what's the map. bulldozer what's the bulldozer first you're talking Bull, the to... bulldozer is the actual terrain editor for daisy yep. it's arma 2 arma 3 it's been around for a while so dewan came to me and he was like yo check this out i just bugged the bulldozer and figured out how to load a, a already loaded map and i'm like that's really cool because i had an i had an idea a while ago where you could use the bulldozer to create an editor and we kind of like we kind of like melded ideas together. I actually got um I'll, I'll go into my uh, my little pictures here. Ooh, so what's like, it? hang about, go one... back, go back. What's in the secret stash? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. FBI, open up. FBI, open. <laughs> I'm gonna get a knock on my door in a second. <laughs> no, but so like day one, like the absolute first thing that we ever did was we loaded the bulldozer because the project started in the bulldozer. It wasn't originally a Daisy mod. It was actually a mod for the bulldozer. Um, so this is like the first thing that we figured out how to do was to like load in the bulldozer. The sky is green. Stuff is weird. Bulldozer did not like it because we were essentially glitching it. So this is like how this is like how it started. It's probably about a month and a half ago at this point. Um, so then day two rolls along and I started to sort of script in for the bulldozer and I started to sort of mess with the different stuff that you could do. So this is like what you're seeing here. This is literally like the very first UI design that we had. Like I was able to create buildings in the most basic way possible. We had like a list of like all the buildings you could place, you know, it was, you would basically just drag the object there as you could see, and then just drop in the world. Um, there was no, you couldn't move positions or anything like that. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't this very fleshed out idea. This was all proof of concept. All right. We're still, we're still beating rocks together. And we're still trying to figure out how this stuff works. I know, bear, bear in mind, this is also like the first time that I had done any really like real scripting in Daisy. Um, so from there, uh, I forget which one this is. 
From there we have, uh, this would be like the first time that we loaded into the actual, this is when we transitioned to being a mod. So now we're out of the bulldozer, we're no longer, uh, this, this may have been like a week after we had started the project, um, but we're no longer actually a mod for the bulldozer. We're now actually a mod for Daisy because I had begun to, I began to realize that like, bulldozer sucks. <laughs> to put it bluntly, it's not built for what we were doing to it. We were pretty much abusing it to do that. So now we're actually in the Daisy mod, which is much more built for uh, the actual, you know, using the editor. So now we've gotten, you know, I've, at this point I've updated the UI a little bit. I've been able to sort of like place objects in the world like a little bit more nicely. You can see the UI is still totally bugged, but you know, it's, it's a thing. It's something. And the, as you can see also kind of from like the ground level, I've gone for very much like the approach of very usable. Um, I try to make it so you can, you know, drag items around very easily. If you want to just jump into a project that you're already working on, you know, Hey, and you want to move this house like three feet to the right. Cause it looks better. Cool. All you gotta do is just load in. You gotta move. You gotta move an item around. It's easy to move stuff around. It's easy to edit stuff you've already done, and just kind of go for it. It's very, very much like the Eden editor in Arma Three, if you've used that in the past. Um, and then I got one more, one more thing here. Oh yeah. And then this was just kind of a meme that we did. So when you're in, when you're in the editor itself, and you're flying around in the world, right? What are you flying around as? you're basically a floating camera. So mm -hmm. that's what, instead of having a character that stands here in the main menu, we put a floating camera. Okay. <laughs> and it also, um, it may also follow your mouse cursor around as you move it on the screen. <laughs> gotcha. So that's, that's like the early footage. I'll get, I'll actually load it up right now and, uh, and do a full, we'll do like a full demo and then, you know, as I'm going, feel free to ask as many questions as you want. Death Jesus is just saying in chat, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I'm I actually have a question. Us. Yeah, go I ahead. I actually have a question. So, um, obviously, you have... Um, you go off the basis of Chinaris. Um Does the editor add to, to, add to current Chinaris Plus or allow you to completely get rid of all the objects on Chinaris and then build, basically rebuild on top of the layout of Chinaris? So, um, right now, it allows you to add on existing Chernaris Plus. You can't remove the objects that already exist in the map. I'm, I know that it's possible to, like, move the objects around, but you can't actually properly delete them. So, if I were to make it so you could delete the items of Chernaris Plus, it'd probably just, like, stick them below the map. Um, which feels kind of cheaty a little bit. But, but in general, um, it's, it's really just built for building on top of what already exists. <laughs> If that okay. answers your question. Okay. Yeah. Because apparently there is a way of getting rid of stuff. So... Uh... Yeah, the, 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 way, the way that's, like, getting rid of stuff is literally just taking the item. Like, say you wanted to move... You guys can see my screen, okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the let's say you wanted to move the bulldozer that's in the background right now, or the big, the big digger. So, you can't actually delete that in the traditional sense, but what you can do is you can just move it below the ground um which deletes it technically um but it, it it still is like you know it's kind of an inefficient way to do it um i'd like to talk to bi about the possibilities of being able to delete the objects in the world mm -hmm. so if it, it's it's likely going to be possible yeah so if you compare this to let's say current map editors in the uh, uh, in the game it's just a more efficient one and a, a standalone mod one 
than the than what's available now of VPP and community online tools. Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. I think COT yeah. is COT is much more of a server mod as well. This is much more of a um, an offline editor that you can export and create missions with, basically. Oh, okay, it's offline. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I'm not sure about uh, server functionality yet. If it does, it'll be much like if you've played Zeus in Arma Three. It'll be mm -hmm. a little bit like that. Okay. Um. So Lightning this is our bolts. main menu right Lightning now. Bolts. Though. Lightning bolts. That was a Zeus thing. That was a Zeus that thing. Might, that might that might already be a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a lot of like little hidden like Easter eggs inside. We we love we just kinda like love playing around. I'll sit with the expansion dev sometimes and we'll just like add stuff. Just like hidden stuff and not mention it. So mm -hmm. we can have like an interstellar mode. If we wanted to. <laughs> just stuff like that. It's but like, uh Chad is saying bomb brush. Yeah, that's that is a thing as well. <laughs> but as you load as you load into the as you load into the main menu so the idea is it's just like super user friendly you know you load the mod you load whatever extra mod you want to have and you load whatever maps you want to have too like I'll, I'll i was actually editing on essica for a while because it loads really fast um and it'll show up in this list here so essica would show up um you know whatever other maps you wanted to load as well we've tested we've tested them all takistan even loads um but for now just you know i can just load up chinars plus <laughs> And sort of show you guys how much um like. strain does adding all this extra stuff put onto a server for any uh not so technically minded server um, owners out there not that much daisy actually does a pretty good job already um if you've played expansion expansion oh i don't i don't know the amount of items maybe doj could tell us in chat but there's a lot of items that expansion adds in a very similar way that the editor adds it so like you've seen like all the extra grass that he adds and like all the overgrown areas that he'll add to like certain towns and just make them look absolutely magnificent. Um, it's it's a lot like that. So you but can that add... kills FPS though, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, I was in Cherno and I got on my 2080 Ti, I got like 35 FPS last time I was running around. That's what like, I've been hearing as well. People um, um, saying that the expansion mod um, does impact on their FPS. So that's why I asked the question because I'm wondering how much of an impact um have you have you done any testing of it just to see if there is any well yeah we definitely have on a very rudimentary server i can tell you for a fact like it's think of it like this okay so the game like look you're just looking at this town right here this is uh this is novi okay so you see how many buildings are inside of this town there's probably i say two thousand objects just in the screen right now so you could probably double that and your frames wouldn't change you could probably triple that and your frames on a server would be fine. DOJ said he put like 40,000 items on the map. I don't know exactly the frame rate changes when it comes to just expansion or if it's other mods or the server you're playing on or whatever. I'm not sure. But in to answer your question in general, the frame rate impact is minimal because the game is going to load the objects very much like it's going to load this church right here or this house right here. It's going to load the objects from the editor the exact same way. Um, it's going to be very similar to that. Is it fair to say is that perhaps it's a good idea to keep in mind not to put too much shit like in a close in a small area like oh yeah because I, I think that goes i think that kind of goes for any mission mission editing too yeah i think that's kind of what's the issue with expansion i don't know how much of that has been fixed now uh, but there's definitely some super overgrown areas which looks absolutely amazing don't get me wrong but the, the fps just tanks massively mm -hmm. there and you know like 
that understandably people yeah. need to keep that yeah yeah i know 100 percent. it makes sense but people need to keep that in mind yeah it's like hey what the fuck you're you bullshit just it's, because just because yeah, you can't yes, doesn't man. mean you should yeah exactly yeah. you know yeah. be mindful of what you're doing to your servers and if you're you said to Boydy. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. that's not how i got you yeah i got you <laughs> yeah but uh i think this is something that i that i said about as well when when um talking about what Minder was just saying with with expansion as well is that back before expansion was was actually fully released i was somewhat skeptical um of the mod in general i've since been proven wrong since they've released it because i think we can all agree it's fucking brilliant mm. um but that doesn't negate the fact of like you say there when you get built up areas like kamishovo as phenomenal as it looks um you know you do get a, a serious fps drop um but bearing in mind i'm not an intelligent person to the level of uh, of some of you guys with what you've been doing um it, it kind of the point i made back in the day where before expansion was released is that at the end of the day it's still a mod for a broken game to a degree um and I, obviously there's we can agree to disagree you know between us on on our our thoughts on daisy but I, th I think the problem we've got is that there's always, obviously, there's always going to be issues. Um, I don't know whether it is something that the expansion guys can fix to a degree with, you know, to, to fix the fact that the FPS can can be an absolute ball ache in big built up areas like Kamishovo, where they've custom mapped it so beautifully. And at the end of the day, like I say, it is being built on top of a, a game that's historically not been that fantastically optimized at times. So, right. If you yeah, take it, it also there. may have something to do with the fact uh, with with how the base game actually manages user spawned objects. If it treats yeah. them any differently, then that will also cause issues with frame rate. It could be loading it when you're ten thousand meters away from it, and you don't even know it. So, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, we, it's it is uh, something that. You know, we would like to work with BI to help and give feedback on, and hopefully they can take that and progress with it in the future. Yeah. Answer Jesus has responded in the chat there regarding uh, expansion and improvements to do with the mapping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, technically they are. I, I, I trust that they are definitely optimized when it comes to, like, as optimized as the game will allow us to be. And if the game allows us to optimize further, then we'll be there you know yeah because we're going to do our best we're not going to just put out a mod that makes it so your server frame rate tanks even though it looks cool we don't want that for sure <laughs> but uh if you guys want i could start uh i can start playing around with it and you guys can see what's going on here but uh can you show the code one more time just scroll through it very slowly <laughs> sure let me uh just In uh, each independent uh oh no oh no oh i've i've tabbed oh i'm sorry okay go ahead then <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first things first, uh, you can tell the UI is a lot different, um, than it was before. This is much more fleshed out. Actually, Steve has been helping me on this and he's been doing a fantastic job. I think it looks great. So when you first load into the editor and you kind of see there's a lot, there's a little bit going on right now. It's not, I hope it's not too overwhelming. Um, I have been looking at it for about a month now, so I kind of know what's going on, but in general, um, the idea behind the, the the design philosophy is on the left you have objects you can place and on the right you'll have objects that you have placed um so let me just uh i gotta spawn a character in real fast and go out so for instance these are i i have builder items loaded too so you can kind of load basically every item in the game at this point um so 
let's just say, all right, I want to place a land airfield service hangar down. Cool. So I'm going to click on it. And now it's following my cursor around. It's, you know, like I said, I'm trying to make it intuitive as, po as intuitive as possible to work with. So, you know, pretty much anybody can pick it up. And then the only thing you would have to do at this point is just click. Wait, 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 wait. Can you basically make roller coasters so we can have roller coaster tycoon in Daisy? <laughs> if somebody makes a roller coaster mod, absolutely. And then the zombies are the, are the people. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the zombies are the roller coaster operators. Yeah, and then they vomit <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool if somebody so did that. With that image there, you could actually rotate that building to fit onto the um, land better than the way it is at the moment where it's clipping through. Oh, absolutely. So one of the big things is you've got your little like icon right here. So you can drag it around. Let's Like I said before, I want to make it so you can just jump right in. You can just drag your object around and it's really easy to do. So I'm dragging the object around the world right now. What I can do is I can hold left alt on my keyboard and now it's only translating up and down. So these are bulldozer um, controls, right? No. Oh, oh, okay. No, these are this is this is completely this is completely uh, our control system. Okay, okay, okay. So left alt moves the object uh, up and down. I release left alt and it lets me move it around normally. Uh, I can hold left shift, and it lets me rotate the object around like this. Um, there's also a little widget that you can use to move the object around in the world. I think. Uh, some of the buildings are a little bit weird with it sometimes. Like this one here is better. So this one you can actually like move the object as you'd expect. As you as you'd expect. Okay. Just kidding. There you go. I put banana on uh, getting this to fix or getting that to work, and uh, he's doing a great job. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of like that's kind of like basic object motion. Um, now, if you really want to go into it and and really make some like cool looking areas. Um, there's a couple of extra tools that allow you to do that. So up here at the top left corner, um, there's a couple of buttons that you can press. So we've got magnet mode, you have ground mode, and you have snap mode. Magnet mode, um, makes it so... Hold up a sec. Magnet mode makes it so when you actually move an object around, pay, pay really close attention to how the object is, like, oriented right now in the world, it actually snaps it. To whatever ground surface is below it that's what i was meaning yeah so yeah yeah rotating on its axis so, basically exactly and now all object rotation is based off of that ground that ground normal so you can even move it up in the air and it's going to move it normal to that surface that's nice i like that that's fucking and, it, and it'll go for any surface you can put it on a 90 degree angle on a mountain and it'll still work pretty well so that's like a sort of like an angled object like that um, and then there's the other mode, which is ground mode. So I'll actually run both of them at the same time here. So ground mode gets turned on, and you notice that icon got moved from where it was before. So before it's normally here, but now the icon gets put on the ground. So now, if I were to if I were to have ground mode off and I just move the object around, it's going to stick it back to the ground. Um, but if I were to turn grounding mode on and then move the object into the air, oh shoot, I forgot I uh, I may have broken it. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bug. Shoot, it's a I forgot how to. I had a bug. I had a button to fix this. I told you it's a development build right now, so it's very buggy. I had a button to fix this, and I forgot which one it was. It's very featurey. Uh, we don't say the B word here. Features. They're features. Features. I thought I disabled that before I started today. <laughs> I gotta give it a quick restart. But uh. 
obviously there's a re there's a very good reason why this isn't publicly available. <laughs> uh, it's it's in a very early stage. Like I said, we've only been on it for about a month right now. Um, when 1.0 were to come out, it's going to be workshop available. It's going to be open source, everything like that. I'm not I'm not going to hide anything from anybody. You know, if anybody wants to use this and learn from it and do whatever, you know, by all means. But um, when 1.0 comes out, that, it'll man. definitely be enough. Kudos to you for doing that. I'm a big fan of modders pushing a mod when it's as polished as they can make it up until that time. Mm -hmm. rather Absolutely. than pushing it because it sort of works. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I got a lot of testers that come back to me all the time and say, well, the search bar doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why it's not public. <laughs> so, all right. Magnet mode and ground mode. And I just got to make sure I don't right-click on that. So, essentially, grounding mode puts that cursor down there, and now I can actually move the object uh, normal In on the, the ground. Air. Yeah, exactly. So, so, if so I what keep... would you use that for? So, let's say... I have, it's actually really, really useful for like, there's some items in the game that are like, um, like towers basically, um, that have like two or three different items on it stacked on top of each other. So if you stack them on top of each other and then you turn grounding mode on and then you drag them all at once, it'll, uh, it'll actually move the item as it, as it is. Uh, if I can, I don't know where, exactly where they are. Um, I wish I could find them for you cause that's a good question. So if you have grounding mode, uh, or magnet mode on, um, and let's say you have a tower. And then if you put a tower over that old tower, will it not consider the old tower as the ground? No, it only sees the ground. It okay, won't actually, gotcha. it won't collide with other objects in the world. Okay, gotcha. So it's basically there for stacking. Stacking purposes much, yeah. and moving in bigger. Stacking, moving, or if you create like, a, there's like some buildings in the game that are like, you know, they'll have like that extra foundation underneath of them. If yeah. you like, if you sink the building into the ground, um, you're going to want to use like grounding mode because otherwise it'll like pop it back up to its zero points. And if you want to like move, that it is when you had it there so you want magnet and grounding mode on and then you just drag it across the landscape or mm -hmm. copy paste it whatever you want to do um so another thing like i just mentioned is copying and pasting uh there's also undo redo so i can press Control z and much like you could in microsoft word or whatever it'll actually undo every object motion that i've done and also you can redo and crash your client <laughs> <laughs> it's Dude. not as buggy as the workbench, all right? It's not as buggy as the workbench. Lot, it never does the, this um, to me offline, by the way. It never a, does this offline. A lot of the buildings in some of the bigger towns are apartments that are basically snapped together. Do, does this allow you to an easier way of aligning buildings um, next to each other? Um, or is that something you still have to do manually? That is something that's very highly requested. Um, we've, I've actually added the third button on that menu next to ground mode is snapping mode. Um, <clears throat> which is like very, very archaic right now. It needs a lot of tuning and um, some love. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping that like, like you mentioned, uh, one, one example that was actually brought to me was lockers. Let's say you wanted to place like four lockers down next to each other because the locker objects are actually individual lockers. Um, so how easy would it be for me to just copy a locker over four times? And I'm, you know, with snapping, that's definitely gonna be like very easy to do um, and very awesome. possible in the future. Uh, so another thing, that might have been why, actually, I forgot to create a character. So another thing, um, you have object categories as well. So uh, 
for instance, we have like sedan, I can place cars. So the way that I have the object category set up right now is I have buildings, vehicles, entities, and uh, AI. Um, that's just how I have it categorized right now. So you can spawn whatever you want. I hope I didn't just spawn that animal. That might have been a bad idea. Uh, essentially, essentially, the idea is you're going to have like different categories for your item types and everything. Um, and then over here, hopefully, we're going to make it so you can um, you can sort of categorize your items even further that you've placed in the world, or you can rename them to whatever you want. Um, so right now, it's just like right now it's very basic to where it's just you know it just displays whatever items that you've placed but in the future we're hoping that it's like you know you can organize let's just say i have a folder here that says this is chernara's ad or cherno add-ons and this is electro add-ons and this is kamishovo add-ons and then you can hide those add-ons with like a little visibility button so you don't have to load them in the world when you're doing stuff because like there's there is going to be like an issue with um like world load like lag as you like fly around especially on bad pcs if you place like a lot of objects down you're definitely going to want to be able to like hide your objects Moonshine's like just said something in chat that made me think of something. Um, his question was to you server people, is there a way to get loot to spawn in a building that it currently doesn't like the huge apartments, rarely if it ever spawns stuff? Is this going to include a spawn, um, item spawn system as well? Or is that going to be something you'll have to do or use another program for? It's already in it. Loot spawning? Mm -hmm. Cool. This is uh this is actually a loot spawn editor that we have inside of the editor. So this is currently displaying. This is actually implemented yesterday. So it's currently displaying uh every loot spawn in this building right here. So there's a loot spawn on that cylinder and that cylinder right there. There's a uh, one up here on these shelves right here. You kind of get the idea. Yeah. Um. And then the 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 idea is you'll be able to. Um, I'm, I'm actually probably going to implement this very soon um, because people are really wanting to see it. So you'll be able to actually move these cylinders around in your building, add more. You'll be able to like double click on it and, uh, and edit the properties of that cylinder and then change what loot it can spawn, what the frequency is, all the properties of the size of what it can, where it can spawn, stuff like that to make it like super intuitive to people. Will you be able to, to make, make new um, uh, groups as well, like uh, users flags and all that? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I haven't messed a whole. I I haven't played around a whole lot with like loot tables yet. Um, that's kind of one of the things that I haven't done um, in my modding experience. But hopefully, um, hopefully yes. But, but here, if it's here, possible, then it will be done. How about that? So so here here is what I mean. Like so, if you play, I, I've recently been playing a decent amount of Tarkov, and in that, um, in that game, there's very specific, um, unique spawns for certain items. So it would be cool if you could say, rather than have it always linked to groups, you oh, can also do it for individual items. So you can very precisely place that and then make that mm -hmm. give and then make the server spawn that and then frequency where it works for that. Yeah, that yes, definitely, definitely. That'll be a thing because um, the idea is what you'll be able to do is yeah, you'll be able to make your own categories in the property editor, um, and then hopefully from that you'll be able to just make. Let's just say I want to have category only ak gold or whatever only gold ak that and then you can place that only gold ak category like right where you want it to be okay that's awesome. in a building <clears throat> yep yeah definitely um so this is like like i said this is very early proof of concept but right here what i'm basically trying to demo is like you can already it's very possible for us to take a building in the world and we could take any building too it doesn't have to be this one um you could take any building you want in the world or in the base game if it has if it has a loot table 
and you can load it, it'll do it. 100%. So this is this building here. And there's a, uh, you know, I can I can pick up any building you want me to at this point. And it'll do it. Hopefully. This but, is actually uh, really exciting watching this because this is the first proper standalone map editor, but also being uh, allowing you to do like custom loot stuff is, is, is yeah. Is is, is is really a big deal because it, it, it makes the game so much more dynamic not knowing the meta of where everything spawns like like a good example like you like you made boydy for someone in, in your chat if you can put stuff in apartments if you can put like specialty items in very rare locations that yes. have a very rare chance of spawning it makes the game so much more dynamic and that you know like yeah it, this this is a big deal so mm -hmm. can you hurry up please Jake, Jacob Mango saying, I'm show going the, as fast uh, here as we I go. Can. The channel apartment building, you did it. And there's not a single loot spawn in it. Yep. <laughs> so there's the myth busted. Don't go in the apartment buildings for loot. But you can add them if you wanted to. Yeah, they, they definitely need it. They definitely need it. They're too good of mm -hmm. a building to. Yeah, I, pretty much nearly everyone I know. Uh, occasionally I'll run in just to check to see if the devs have quietly slipped in stuff spawning into it but <laughs> i just ignore them now other than when you want to have a nice view over something yeah or a high tower base or whatever you want but uh yeah that's um that's sort of like the preliminary loot system um one of the other big features i want to get to as well which uh is the one that makes uh, uh jesus wet his pants oh yeah the brushes so the brush tool right here uh is enableable oh, by this, this button up here i saw you doing this. this is where you could just plant a whole forest yep i love Sim this City mode is what it's called internally <laughs> so you can we were actually i was sitting around just kind of messing around this is the biggest and the most dense so you have a this is the size slider here um in radius and then this is the density um and a value zero to one so the idea is uh you can literally just basically place an entire forest and is that randomizing the trees uh-huh it's it is what it's doing is uh it randomizes which tree it picks based off of so okay it's right now we have categories of trees um set up i i don't have them all enabled right now but we started off with like doing like autumn trees and then we have this is just actually um just a group of the trees that are available in trenaris specifically so uh it's randomizing which tree it picks. It's randomizing not the position. Um, it's slightly randomizing the orientation from the ground to give it like a little bit of more of like a natural look to it. It's randomizing the rotation as well. So it's doing a lot um, for every single tree to make it look like as natural as it can. So if you if you were to be on a player like right here, obviously it looks very dense because I turned the density all the way up. But quick, quick question: Are, are these it trees look copy you can interact with? You could chop them down and get logs from them uh, and i disable the physics but yes normally you can yeah wow. they're actual trees they get placed just like the regular game places them <clears throat> so and then there's also uh i'll hop back in the editor itself real fast so there's there's support for different kinds of brushes too um the idea is you'll be able to make whatever brushes you want to make for whatever trees so this is like going to be very map maker friendly too um for like the Essaker team or you know whoever else would want to work on it i've actually been working closely with the Essaker team with this um because uh you know everybody's going to have their own specific kind so the goal is to be able to basically make it so anybody can make a group of trees that they want to they can check they can tell the frequency that they want the tree to be spawned at in that group of trees because you don't want to spawn just as many dead trees as you spawn regular trees that would just look weird um 
quick question yep. does um someone's had a question in chat there can you ask inclement if that foliage brush aligns the trees to the normals does that make sense to you yeah so he means uh like the normal of like if you put them on a mountain right if you have like a big mountain on a mm -hmm. 45 degree angle and you put a yep. tree down is that tree going to be sticking straight up or is it going to be normal to the mountain um and it's normal to the mountain it looks it looks natural it looks natural to how the game places them wait wouldn't it be sticking right up in real in the real yeah, world yeah that's what i was thinking uh i might be in the real world but i think we looked at how the game does it and we let me pick oh it does hang on no, I might be speaking out of my ass. Ah, I might okay. be speaking out of my ass. Hold up. However, it... now this. I don't know. They've got a. You know what? You guys are asking some good questions. Give me a second here. Let me go find. <laughs> uh, let me fly over to Cherna real fast here. Let's go to a really big mountain. Skyrim. Just want to teleport over here. Let's go on this mountain. They grow up. Okay, so it doesn't actually align to the normals. We picked however the game does it. So they actually are placing... They're placing uh, just vertically <clears throat> and then with a slight randomization of that angle. It would make sense, right? Because, like, plants and trees grow towards the sun. So they, they tried to get as much sun as possible, so grow straight up. Yeah, see, I don't get a whole lot of sun, so I don't know that. No. <laughs> see, the other thing I liked as I saw there as well, it's probably something very obvious for you, but um, to me it's quite clever that... Um, this brush um, applicator you've got um, identifies the terrain. Like I just saw you placing the trees then that didn't place trees on places where they wouldn't be able to go, like the rocks. Mm -hmm. Is that the same yeah, for it, roads? It, it and... definitely, yeah. It, it collides, it picks the terrain. It doesn't pick rocks or anything. It doesn't pick buildings because you don't want to, you don't want to take this tool over here and then, you know, if I, if I hover over this bridge, you don't want it to be snapping to the top of the bridge, right? That'd be kind of weird. You want it to snap to the terrain because the trees aren't going to grow on the bridge. They're going to yeah. grow on the grass. So that's yeah, that's yep. So that's uh, that's Wait. the trees at least. Can you go back to to the train tracks and just use the tool, use the brush tool, and just basically do like okay? So it does build it on the train tracks. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can even go back and I can delete that what I just placed, and I can make it a little bit less dense so it's easier to see. Would it plant them on the road? Yeah, yeah, it will. So it will. Uh, okay. Is there any way where you can those two you can get? Um, those you can so it recognizes that like that's that's one. more or less on the actual editor or whoever's whoever's designing it um if you want to just like spam like a forest here and then go back and then use the delete brush you can actually go and i can set the delete brush radius to whatever the size of the road is and then i can go in and i can i can delete the trees that landed on the road gotcha okay but that's that's more or less just on whoever's actually designing the mission yeah more options i get it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. makes sense if you want to plant trees on the because with the way that the game designs roads, it uses roads for like things that aren't even roads. So you don't want trees to just not get placed on like a, a an object that you would think wasn't a road, but it is. If that makes sense, you it's know, weird. One thing that really excites me with this is, um, and pretty much everyone in this um, in this Discord, and probably everyone watching as well, ninety nine percent of the time. You could be dropped almost anywhere in Cherneris and just look around you at the hills, the trees, um, and have a pretty good idea of where you are. This is going to enable some communities to really fuck with us <laughs> and just modify the crap out of so many locations that you'll literally come over a hill, look at a town, and you could be going, I have no fucking idea what I'm looking at. 
unless you are 100% confident of, you know, you've got an in-game map or something like that, this is going to be great. You know, particularly if you get off the beaten road with the senses. in the forest, this is, someone said it before in chat, this is a game changer mod, mate. This is stunning stuff you're working on right here. It's You, you modders you. never cease to amaze me with the <laughs> shit you do. It's it's just so much more um, it's just so much more user friendly than what's available right now. And honestly, I'm surprised it took this long for for someone to make this. When you think about it, because this is something that Beamia has in house, so no one has thought, uh, why 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 aren't we not making a mod version of something that the devs use to build the map? You know, I don't think Bohem Bohemia has this in house for Infusion, but Daisy Standalone doesn't use Infusion's mapping system. It's using Arma's old mapping system, so they still use the the same tools that we use. They don't have anything special like that. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Digiblast in I'm, chat I'm, just said, uh, "What about expanding the map size?" That's something I asked you in your stream the other day. Uh, you can't actually edit the land mass with this tool, can you? Correct. Yeah, that's one limitation of being uh, in the compiled version of the game. You can't edit the mass of like whatever land you're working with. Maybe in the future, um, you know, if we really want to get like experimental with it. We can make it so that we can modify the bulldozer to where it'll actually, you know, map a little bit more friendly. Um, I'm not sure how possible that would be and how reasonable that would be to do, considering Infusion is still coming out. So, you know, that might just become nullified once full Infusion were to come out. You know what I mean? DOJ saying do it. I know. <laughs> well, DOJ is the one that also said do it for the brush tool and the grass tool and everything. He's actually... Him and I were the ones that he he brought it to my attention in the first place, and I thought of it, but I hadn't really thought of like the impact of what it could do and how helpful it could be to especially especially him specifically because he you know I know he spends a lot of time like placing stuff manually and stuff and you know there's like the I have the grass tool as well that got put in um which is you know does what you think it would do it places grass um and it makes also in the same time it makes DOG feel uh, don't do that too much don't do that too much shh. <laughs> Can, can you draw a um, cock and balls with uh, trees for Dewan? He wants some trees. Oh, art. I totally have. I totally already have. It's been an all my Twitter videos. <laughs> Every one of them. You can do anything, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so with with like the add-in trees in with with your editor there, could in theory, if if someone was to be so horrible, do it live on a server? For example, if someone was. If the same oh, server has like 20, 30 people on it, uh, and you see one of your community members driving up the road, and you think, I'm going to have a laugh. I'm going to place a tree, right a tree here. in front of him. <laughs> so he barrels That's into evil. it. That's evil. That's um, evil. So that goes back a little bit to like the server compatibility um, that I mentioned before. In the future, um, I would absolutely love to have server compatibility with something like this um, and to make it much like a Zeus mod with Arma 3. Um, what the feasibility of that is, we're not entirely sure. We think it's going to be very possible. Um, we just got to, we, we have to really play around with it and just see what it's, uh, what it's going to be like. But to answer your question, hopefully, yes. I'd love I to want, be able to do that too. I want to use the bomb brush on a live server. <laughs> I kind of, I, I, that's also one of my favorite things is the boom brush. Create Water. rocks and build the roads, car coming. Moonshine's got a couple of questions there. Uh, can you tra change the trees to hardwood uh, and not pine? Also, and this is the one that I was more um, uh, interested in, um, can you make a cave or could you make a tunnel system somewhere? I think I just might have uh, memory my game. Uh, so caves, 
Um, it depends on what you mean by caves, because a lot of times when, um, when people do caves and maps and stuff like that, and they do, like, the custom terrain like that. Oh, boy. Oh, Daisy did not like that. Too many booms. Hold <laughs> up. That's the fun thing about pushing the pushing the envelope or whatever you're doing. It doesn't like it sometimes. Um, so the caving, if you were to like place rocks around like areas, um, you could. I mean, yeah, you could definitely make like a pseudo cave or something like that. Um, but in terms of like uh, a lot, a lot of times, like when maps like make caves, like if you think Damalsk from Arma Two, mm -hmm. um, that was actually one of my favorite maps of all time. I think Sumrite did a really good job with that. But he had like that one hidden underground area where it was like you took a ladder down into like Object A Two or whatever, and it was like this whole underground cavern. But what he's actually done to the map is he's actually punched a hole in the ground and then he's brought it all the way back and then filled it with items outward because the game doesn't actually allow you to put holes in the world. It doesn't like that. So with. Uh, with with the actual editor itself, you wouldn't be able to like punch holes in the ground or anything, but you would definitely be able to like place rocks around. And if you had like a low area or whatever, and you could cover it with rocks or something like that, and then cover those rocks with trees to make it look like it's overgrown, and then you could have the player go inside it there. Absolutely, yeah. So That's so totally possible. You you couldn't create like an underground tunnel network underneath Tizzy um, or uh, the Northwest Airfield or something like that. It's a good see. It's a good question because I think it goes much deeper than than just that, of whether or not you could you would you would kind of you would have to figure out a way to break the terrain a little bit. Um, but I mean, I, you can like place objects under the world too. So if you could figure out a way to get the character to go through the world with like a ladder or something like that, then yeah, you can totally like place stuff under the world too. So um, next week we'll um, see a nice demo from you on it. <laughs> it might be worth uh, asking Adam about that, Sumrak. Yeah. Could do, yeah. He's I don't think he'll like it very much for me breaking this game. He might patch it if I tell him about it, but... I mean, he's doing <laughs> that stuff for the mouse too, right? So... True. Well, I, yeah, we'll have to see. I, I like, stuff like that, whenever we... For, I have, um... So I have the editor Discord, um, which I believe I posted in, like, uh, in the links for the, the, um, the podcast, but there's actually a, an open suggestions channel for stuff like that. So if you have, like, ideas... Um, for for things like that, I mean, just bring them in, and I read every one of them. And if it's if it's a good if it's like a really good one that I can do like right now, I, I've picked ideas from there and just done them like the day of because I really liked them and they were like good ideas. Um, oh, more, and then to more, answer your other color. question about the hardwood, go ahead. More colors, more colors, tons more, more colors, more colors in the UI. Yeah, it's still a very much a work in progress, but we're gonna make it much much more. Steve is already doing like a really good job at that. Like I, this is the 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 background colors was the crap that I picked when I first did it. I'm not a UI guy. I don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, I'm yeah. just kidding. But uh, yes, you can change from hardwood. Um, so here, actually, let me sort of give you an idea of how to how how that works right now and how I would like to have that. So it's actually really simple. Um, if you guys have ever edited like an XML file before, um. I haven't even gone over like a lot of the exporting and everything, so we still got to do that. But uh, let me just find some some samples real fast for you. So under your profiles and then in uh, your client, so you have your client profile for your Daisy, right? This is like where we have editor folder, and this is like everything that you're ever going to want to save, export, import, whatever. We're pretty much going to work out of this folder. Um, the goal is to basically have an XML file that would like sit like this, so you can have you know trees.xml. And then you'd be able to go in here and then you'd be able to say this is a very uh 
sort of like a fleshed out example, but basically you would have tree and then you would say name equals this. And then you would say frequency equals this. And that would be it. And then that's how you would add more trees to it. And then this tree tool would use this information. And you can put a thousand and one trees in this if you wanted to. You don't have to just do one tree. You can do a thousand different trees. You can do a thousand. You could do buildings. You could do whatever you want. You could do cars. Doesn't matter. You can even do hordes of zombies. If you, you could have a brush that places zombies down in the world. I'm sure that would work fine too. And then you would just set whatever parameters you wanted for this and then you would use it as is. And make your make a thousand and one custom brushes. As many custom brushes as the user want to use wants to use for inside the world. So you can, you know, have as many different tree brushes as you want, as many different just all kinds of cool stuff. Because I, I mean, you know, the power is in the user's hands at this point. This isn't something that I want to say. You got to place these trees down. You know, it's, you know, anybody can place trees down, and they can place whatever they want. What are you limited to using? Um, as in, can you add custom buildings, custom anything to the list of? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, so actually, we're running the builder items mod right now because it adds like you can see there's stuff prefixed with builder if I scroll down enough. So BLDR. This is how your like any mod would show up. Um, actually, I can demo completely if you want me to. Um, it would take me a moment, but I can basically load like a custom map. I can load any mod that you guys would want me to load, uh, and like any any content mod with stuff inside of it, and we can just load it right in, and we can just. Run so it. someone could if theoretically design a whole new building, and upload it to this, and use that new upload building it to the that, workshop that no one's upload ever it to the seen workshop, before. Load the mod. As long as the server's running the mod when you place it down. That's the important part. But if the server has the mod, the workshop <laughs> mod, whatever, and then uh, from there, it's it's pretty simple. That's huge to me. That's fucking huge because I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I get bored. One thing that does bore me is the same old buildings over and over and over again. Just imagine being able to go in and you know add a whole pile of new buildings that no one's ever seen before. Um just you know, I, I constantly get excited when I jump on a server I've never played on before, and I find something unique about that server. And just knowing that there's now a way that so many different servers can make their own, you know, whether whether someone wants to try and recreate the 0.62 map or go way back to one of the early patches when below the tents were still there, and um, mm-hmm. you know, the old mosquito. Well, not that you could really ever do that again because you don't have the valley with the base at the bottom of it anymore. But just yeah, that's that's huge. That's that's another massive thing to know that you can design custom buildings now and just add them. <clears throat> and another thing is like you can sort of uh, one one of the other big things is you can save whatever you've worked on, um, share it between each other. You can you can save it and open it. Mansion, um, COM, so community offline mode, and um, also like init files from servers. You'll be able to import that information. So if you've got an existing map that you've already developed in COM or or expansion or whatever, and you want to bring that into the editor and then you want to modify it, you could totally do that. And then you can export that data for expansion, server data, com data, VPP, whatever you want to export it for, it'll work out um, and it'll happily communicate with whatever you've already got. So you don't have to just build your things from scratch. It's actually very much something that you can build from, you know, whatever you've already got. 
So for instance, like I place these buildings down, okay? And then I'm gonna do control S. So that just saved. So then I'll tab into my editor file. So what that just did was that actually made editor save.dze, which has all of my building data. It's got all my world object data inside of it with the transformation data and stuff. So now what I can do is let's just say I delete all these buildings. You know, I go over here and I've got a couple other things and I fly away and then I do control O for open. I've just loaded those buildings back in from that save file. And then the others are gone though. Yeah, because I didn't save them. Yeah, gotcha. There'll be a prompt that basically says, are you sure you want to overwrite your save data or whatever? And you know, you can say yes or no. Early development. <laughs> but it'll be able, it'll be, it'll be very friendly to sort of share what your creations are with other people. You'll be able to take, you know, hey, I built this town and then export it. You should import it and take a look <clears throat> at it. Because like, that's another thing with like categories as well. Because I'm sure that people are going to like want to build entire map modifications with their tool they're going to want to you know mod the whole map they're not just going to want to put buildings right here they're going to want to mod you know vibor they're going to want to mod you know electro and cherno so they're going to have but I, let's just say i don't want to export my entire map and just you know save that all i want to do is export these buildings right here so then all you got to do is select and then you would basically set the uh you'd set the setting that says only export selected and then you would control e and then that's for exporting so then what that's done is I actually have it set up to export every type. Um, but I think these are my three export files here. Yeah. So my three different export types. So people that do mapping um, will actually recognize a lot of this stuff. So, or people who run, this one's for the server specifically. So people who run servers, you guys will recognize um, this is the kind of thing that would be put inside of your init.c where you have the spawn object. And then this is exactly what it does. It's going to spawn the objects in those specific positions. Um, let's say you're also running expansion who has, they have the, the map system, um, the .map files, if you've seen them. Um, they're a bit more efficient than using spawn object. I recommend using that if you're running expansion on your server 100%. So that spawns that data, or that exports that data out. Um, and then finally, for the guys who use Terrain Builder and do mapping, um, this may look familiar to you as well. So Garage Tall, it actually gets the right model name and everything like that. It has your X offset correctly. It's got your Z position, your, your Y position set up right. So you'll be able to export for Terrain Builder, um, I also am setting it up with uh, the VPP guys to do VPP expansion and uh, server exports as well. So you'll be able to export for anything that you want to do, anything anything that pretty much anybody would be using standardly. And if something new comes out, it's not hard for me to add that to. It wouldn't be far-fetched. I don't know about so the rest of you, but I am literally just... It's almost too much to take in just how massive <laughs> this is. I'm looking at your face, Brim. You're, you, you look like how I'm feeling. It's like <laughs> I, I get lost with some of the stuff, but I just know that what you're talking about is going to be a lot bigger than I'm so glad people brought you to my attention, mate, because this is there's been so many big things in Daisy you know, of late, but this is wow. This uh, I, I, I reckon. Mind you, you're sitting there looking, at, thinking about what you can do with your Karma Crew server. Ben, you're thinking about what you can do with your Blue Waffle servers. But Brim, you're thinking about what you can do with the grumpy old streamer server. And I just, there'll be people in the chat, um, people watching this video when we upload it, people watching Minder stream right now just going, I can't wait to see what people do with this mod. This is just some amazing shit, mate. I don't think we've ever spent this long on an intro with a guest, have we, Brim? 
I was just thinking that as it happens. I think this might be the longest we've gone. But yeah, it's like you said, Boydie, I'm just kind of sitting here not knowing massively what's going on, kind of like a, <laughs> like I'm in a foreign country, but enjoying it nonetheless, just see, seeing the potential for the future and what we can, yeah. you know, what we can see coming through, in, you know, at some point. And, you know, it's, it's, it's truly pretty incredible. I mean, the only thing that I would that I would like to see at some point as well. And I don't know if it's possible through this or whether it be a Bohemia situation, but there's a lot of existing buildings that have areas that you cannot access. Yes. Like we all see those doors with the big iron bars across them. It's like, you can't go through that door. And if you were to go into like free cam as a, as a, you know, as a server admin, you can see that there's literally fuck all behind it. It's an empty shell of a building. So one, I think one thing I would like to see is a lot of buildings, um, you know, get get more interiors in the future and have have that more variety and be able to get into more rooms and have custom spawn points for gear and things like, like you were showing earlier, Inclement with the uh, with the you know the red barrel symbols and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, because you get there's so many buildings, especially like industrial buildings, that are just they're literally a, a, an outer shell and there's almost nothing else inside. You know, and it, it would be mm-hmm. it would be great to see see more options like that. Yeah, I think um, I I 100% get what you're saying. Um, One of the big things is what what you said before about like inaccessible areas and modifying buildings specifically. That's going to be on um, that's going to be on, you know, if if somebody wants to take an existing building into, you know, the object editor or whatever and modify that building to have another room in it, you know, they can totally do that. They can bring it in and then they can place it in the world. But this isn't necessarily built for um, like editing stuff like that. That's actually not possible in the engine um, to edit like the existing building it's built for placing the building in the world and and sort of giving you the tools to create make your creations with that building um but on the other end of it unfortunately it's not necessarily possible with the engine and as of right now we, we yeah, can't I keep our fingers crossed be. because i remember when i interviewed sumrak um i raised that with him specifically talking about the fire station and if i remember right at the time he said no we won't be doing any changes to the buildings and then within a few months or so he opened up the other half of the fire station. Not completely, <laughs> but <clears throat> the fire station got a rework, which blew my mind. And, yeah, it does annoy me that, you know, that especially some of the industrial buildings where it literally there's one small side building or side attachment to the building that you can get into, and the rest of it's just this big block that takes up part of the map, and there's no right. use to it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just think, personally... Um... What I, what I like about this is that um, obviously you guys see something that, yes, can be done in the game. Uh, you can build stuff. You can do a bunch of the stuff that you're doing. But you're just saying, like, the tools that we have right now are just not good enough. Let's step up our game and create a tool that 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 is actually good enough that will we'll let anyone with ease efficiently build stuff in Daisy, and i like i i i love that mindset because and there goes my stream again oh. mm-hmm. and um i feel like that's a philosophy like if we want this game to really become something bigger than it is right now it's time to yeah from mods from modders to step up our game let's try and be more uh, let, let's try let's try and push let's try and push everyone to try new things try and bring stuff in the game that has not been seen yet 
And um, I think this is a good example of yes, we can we we have the tools we have the tools available, but this is modders stepping up their game. And I feel like I hope that modders are going to look at this and go like, damn, okay, so what I'm doing, let's 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 try and make something like this and take this as an example. I think what you're doing is very good with this, man. And thank you, thank you. What's, what's the best way people could support you, mate? Um, so I have a Twitch account, or uh, I, I stream quite often. Um, a lot of the development for this is on stream, um, you know. So if you if you just uh, watch the stream, hang out, that's honestly just more than enough. Um, I got a Twitter account where I post updates for this too. We have an editor Discord. Um, if you want to get more involved in the project, you have suggestions or whatever, hop into that. Come say hi. I mean, like the whole community has already been like really supportive of the project. The community is that you guys have here is really really awesome and it's really why it's really what's kept me going for you know for for this entire project because it's been it has been a big undertaking and it has been a lot but i've enjoyed i've enjoyed every step of the way because specifically just everybody involved has just been so awesome and kind and helpful and in every way and i appreciate you guys every one of you (laughs) where can i pay for heli (laughs) (laughs) not me chief you got the wrong guy. Wrong guy? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's totally, yeah. fuck, totally scripted, mate. Totally scripted. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys got any questions or anything? Uh, you said we were still in the intro. I didn't know. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, no, normally they go for 20 minutes to 30 minutes or so um, that we focus on something to do with the guest. This has just been, like, everyone... Uh, I, obviously, I can't see Minder and um, Ben, but... Um, myself and um, Brim have just been, yeah, you know, kind of, we're a little bit, you know, over our depth here, but um, what we could understand of it was enough to make us go fucking, wow, this is some next well, level was, shit. I was I was caught in the middle because I've, I've already seen a lot of this stuff because I've been tuning into the streams. Um, I also, I was in a, a different Discord with, inclement before and i did say to you it was gonna go for a long one this week mate didn't i (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you did (laughs) i did warn you wow wow okay so other topics that we've um got tonight um a quick one i'll copy the link and post it into chat um mr uncooper um, has put a poll out that he would like people to um, do, um, showing, uh, basically it's about, I think it was about eight to ten fairly short questions, just asking the general state of the DayZ stuff. Um, so if anyone is interested, um, please click on the link, um, open it up in another window or something like that, and fill it out for him. Uh, I'm not sure what he's going to do with it. Knowing on Cooper, he'll probably make another fucking top quality video. Um He's uh, rare as uh, rocking horse shit lately with putting videos out, but when he does, um, they're usually a fucking gem. So please give him some support and fill out his little survey for him, and um, we'll see what he does with it from there. Um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely quality over quantity. Yes, with him, isn't it? It is, and I think and I think yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, next topic. Um, we've done that. Um, we've done that one. Uh, Camino uh, shared um, Anarchy's map post. So this was um, 
The Essica map is it? I think that's the that's the newest one going, isn't it? I watched a bit of his um video. Fuck me, swinging that map just looks stunning. It looks phenomenal that map, doesn't it? I've I've only seen like bits and bobs, and you know, not a massive amount. It's something that I need to sort of spend a little bit of time next week properly looking into. Um, but yeah, it looks like a phenomenal map. My my only sort of concern at the moment, and I don't think it's necessarily really a valid concern, so to speak, because it's kind of understandable, is that, and if anyone has any information that refutes what I'm about to say, please feel free to speak up. But from what I can tell so far, the only way to access it is is to i think it's to donate or something i saw somewhere you have to go into into the discord for it and you have to sort of sign up for something or so i saw somewhere i might be i might be off the beaten track on that um you know but i can kind of understand being how uh early into the development of it, it is that you kind of need to keep things as simple as possible but I think trying to get ev- get everything out as quick as possible, let everyone get on it and test it. And I think, you know, you, you open up your testing pool to so m- many more people that will know what to do with it and how to fix issues. I think it's probably the best way to go, in in my opinion, anyway. Marks is saying, yes, you need to donate, but $5 will get you the map and you can play it in offline mode. Donate for early access, I would assume. I got no issue with that. Um, yeah, it's the same reason why I, I asked you and Clement, um, how, how, how can people best support you? Um, and obviously, you know, you mentioned your Twitch and that. I've got no problem with you guys making a few bucks um, to support um, uh, development of mods like you're working on or a map that, quite frankly, is got a much more apocalyptic feel to it than um, Cherneris does. Mm. Yeah, I think they're doing actually a really good job with Esker, though. I yeah. I was um I was using it a lot. I was talking with Monkey. Monkey's one of the testers actually helping me and uh he's I mean they're killing it over there. They're doing a really, really good job. Yeah, I think for me, because I've got I've never played any of the armor games, I joined to the sort of the Daisy side of things, you know, sort of around point six two, maybe late point fives. So I, I never really had that that knowledge of, of what things were for everyone else way back in the day so for me i'm kind of just i'm sort of at the point where you guys were five years ago where i'm just discovering so many cool things even though i've oh. i am really sorry about this folks Is your internet being an arsehole again? It's my Discord. I opened up my um, task manager before, and Discord was running at about 20 to 30% of uh, my CPU. Bloody hell. So I, I just... I don't know why... Give me give me one sec. I'm just going to... I'll restart Discord, and I'll come back and join you in a second just to see if that fixes it. No worries. Okay. And what we do is we wait for him to leave and then we talk I'm, shit I'm waiting for it. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. You as well, Dancer Jesus. 
Back, no one back, looks at me. <laughs> oh, he's back. Very quiet. Shh, shh. <laughs> but he fucked up his, his, uh, his camera. Oh, uh oh. Yeah, I don't think his camera's going to come back on now. I don't uh, know. Give me a sec. I know how to fix that. It's okay. This is the Brimstone podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's on the big screen. He's on the big screen. <laughs> Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to fix my hair before I, uh, you know. Oh yeah. Get in. Get into being. You know. I gotta be screen. sure to trim my beard and everything too. I'll fucking uh, give it up on mine. <laughs> me, me. So, so, can we talk about that car filter with, with over Inko Dad's microphone? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Oh. What? Is that, that I like it. From a it's like, it's like I, live with, I live with other people, so when I yell straight into it, it's not as bad for them. It's, it's like still pretty bad, but it's like it's kind of damaged a little bit. Hour or something. Holy crap. All right. How can you see past that? I didn't know we were coming here to roast this. His name is Charlie. He's very nice. Okay, that restart has now dropped down to around about 15% of my CPU. Danzy Jesus was saying he's been having problems with Discord as well. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Um, You're on the wrong scene, boy, D. I'm on the wrong theme. Scene. Oh. In your, on your stream, mate. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, You're on I'm, your starting soon screen. This, this is why we call it the Boomer Zone. You'd think after four years of doing this that I would have been um, slightly better at what I do, but yeah. Um, okay, oh, so um, Asmondian. We seem to be mentioning this guy every single fucking week. Um, he is one of the absolute legends of the DayZ community, this guy, and he's just released a gallery of all of his stuff. Absolutely phenomenal oh. work, isn't it? I love, I, I've been wanting that so much for, for so long for him to just put it all in one place so you don't have to scroll through his Twitter feed. And I can only imagine the amount of work that had to go into that because he's added, it, it's different to what you see on his twitter normally it's still the same pictures but he's put so much extra effort into making that gallery something a little bit more special that it's it's brilliant he's an amazing guy i think erno has uh, some of his stuff um in his intermission screen which is yeah. really smart really to do that yeah, yeah. I, I saw a thing from um, from Asmondian on Twitter the other week. He was um, he was replying to some someone asked, "Oh, can I? Uh, am, am I okay to use one of your uh, pictures in a YouTube video? Obviously, I'll give you credit." And Asmondian's reply was, "Just use it, mate. Don't even need to give me credit. It's out there for you. Feel free." And I think that's that speaks to the kind you know that along with the fact he creates these these things in the first place speaks to the kind of great guy he quite clearly is. He's actually. Honestly, Sorry, Ben. Those tips, would, I was going to say, those tips would make great server loading screens. Yeah, yeah the, the only issue is, though, that so many servers have modified themselves so far from the vanilla values that a lot of what he talks about might not be as relevant for some of the values. But I still... I, 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 don't, I don't understand the guy. Like I don't even know... Um, like When I say I don't understand him, um, I like to do selfless things myself, but... I don't think I've ever once seen him ask for a dollar. Um, he just does it out of pure passion and love for the game. He's just, he's a hes a rare creature. i He's up there on my list of, um, yeah, I've got my, um, there's two people who I really want to get for an interview, um, and that's Frankie um, and Dean Hall. 
and Asmondian is probably now number three. I've asked him, and he politely declined because he feels his English is not good enough. I somehow get the feeling that he'd probably be a bit like Jakub um, uh, and Steve. Uh, well, sorry, not Jakub, Steve um, from the expansion project. Um, and yeah, he's, he's I, probably I think Steve very kind critical. of sold himself a bit short. Yeah. Yeah, but um, Asmondian, I would love to get him on because I'd just love to pick his brain apart. He's just, he's a very confusing man. He's, he does such high quality, brilliant work. Um, and yeah, what's his motivation? There's not many people like him out there. Yeah, I think that's the cynical side of me comes out in that a little bit as well. I think we should all we should all aspire to be a bit more like Asmondian and be selfless and just do things yeah. for the good of the community and other people. But at the same time, there's a there's a, an arsehole part of me that's not literally my arsehole that thinks, <laughs> you know, there, there's got to be some alternate motive. Like, as, as, as he really, you know, looking for world domination and it's, somehow it's a, it's doing a pyramid it scam. We just don't know how it works yet. Yeah, <laughs> one day we'll figure it out. And by that time, it will be too late. He's, he's going to do up this lovely graphic animation that says, send me one Bitcoin, I'll send you two back. <laughs> okay, some of you's got it, some of you's didn't. Ben, I know you got it. I was on to yeah. It was a big scam a while ago. Um, a few YouTube channels got hacked and a video was played. No, it was Twitter accounts. Sorry, Twitter accounts got hacked. Yeah, a lot of, Twitter, uh, lot of verified Twitter accounts got hacked. Obama. Yeah, it happened again um, recently. Mr. Beast. Um, yeah, the recent one was Elon this Musk. time they did uh, YouTube channels. But um, the, probably the worst one of the lot was the Mr. Beast one because he's known for doing incredibly crazy, generous things. Um, but really, if Obama sent me a message saying, send me $1,000 and I'll send you 2000 back, I'd be like, yeah, right after I uh, reply to this Nigerian prince about this inheritance <laughs> of mine. But, yeah. uh, I'll give you the money that the Nigerian prince gives me back. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. I'll get you up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Asmondian, man, he's just, he's a phenomenal individual. Um, Val shared, this This was funny. This is something we, um, we, we always like to try to have something funny um, to watch. Um, we've got two about um, Don Sibley. Um, a... <laughs> massive um he's he's just getting huge this guy but what can i say just had to sort it out uh don simply put this tweet out and for those who know don fuck this guy looks like don simply to share your screen uh thing in the discord it'll uh, you'll be able to show it up on your um on your stream as well yeah it, it is showing on the stream now um but yeah it's do, just do you guys have like a like a a chat for like during podcasts where you can share links and watch with the guests and stuff oh shit uh, i'm not showing it with um uh, yeah oh, give me one second um, I normally um, one second. So you guys are bloody looking at um, a blank screen. If I share your screen, um, oh my god, this is just being an absolute nightmare for me. I've got this open. Why is it not letting me? There we go. Now it is. 
uh, source go live <coughs> there we go can you guys see it now yep yeah it's up Tell me that's not Don. That looks like fucking Don Sivlier. Well, not anymore, right? Like he, he no. did he cut his beard? He did, and that, th that's I, the next I, topic. I'm, I'm wondering if that's why <laughs> he's trying to get away from that. <laughs> but yeah, that's We're just going to keep hammering it home. Brim shared um, his um, new look. I could barely recognise him. Yeah, I think if if that guy walked up to me in the street and said, "Oh, Brim, I was on the uh, I was on the podcast a few weeks back," is Don. I'd be like, fuck right off. How the fuck? Who are you? I would, uh, I would definitely be sceptical. Put the beard back. I don't like it. He looks like Trevor now from GTA. Yeah. <laughs> but he, <always> did. <laughs> he, he actually brought that up on one of his streams one day. I jumped into one of his streams and someone came into his chat and said, fucking hell, I didn't realize Trevor from GTA streamed DayZ. And he was just like, who the fuck is this person? And he on oh. his stream, he Googled it. And went, do you guys really think I look like Stephen Ogg? And we, everyone in the chat was like, yes, you're literally yeah. his fucking identical twin brother. Like, how do you not see it? That's the brows. <laughs> the brows do it. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's an absolute legend. And um, he's going to go places as well. One thing I like about him is he's got that level of professionalism with his um, uh, show when he does it, you know. Um, He's got those lovely little animations and little alerts and stuff like that. Um, the bar has definitely risen for Daisy streamers. Um, you know, you can you can still get noticed and get big just by turning on a webcam and just streaming with minimal stuff. But you know, when you've got people coming out with um, these custom stuff, like uh, I mentioned him quite a bit, but Lax Hawthorne, his donation alerts—they crack me up still every single time. Have you ever seen a minder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lax he's, is a fucking cr crazy motherfucker. He is just... But, yeah, some people... I don't think some people could pull it off the way he has in that, um, yeah, he basically, um, yeah, uh, thanks for the follow. You're one step away from being a sub and then he makes this ching, you know, money symbol and you just... Some people would feel awkward, but it works for him. You don't take it the wrong way. It's just, it's funny. It's so yeah, it's, it's funny. clearly it's, it clearly comes across the way he means it as a joke, as a laugh, as something unique. Yeah, I don't think it, in all the times I've been in his in his chat, I don't think anyone has ever said, "Well, oh, that's a little bit desperate looking," or, or or had anything to say negatively about it. Because I no. think the way he does it is so so well done that it does come across exactly as he, as he intends it. Yeah, and I I would love to do something like that, but I know for a fact that i could nowhere near pull that off the way no. he does god no god no it's smart really when you think about it oh very yeah, from the beginning make that a running joke like i think honestly i think he probably thought about that thinking about like hmm okay we're doing we, we have this whole we have this whole thing how can I make it so it becomes like a running joke yeah in, in the stream and then yeah just 
have it be itself. And it's not a bad thing because he, he, he's been very open about saying he's a full-time streamer now. So by being a full-time streamer, you're basically stating to everyone, I'm going to try to make my income from streaming games and putting on a performance for you. I've got no issue with that at all. And I think he's a very clever businessman. Um, you know, yeah. just that it's a very clever marketing strategy that should be applauded for what it is. Um, a nice tongue in cheek way of basically saying, simp me, <laughs> simp for me. <laughs> and I think Lax, Lax is another one like Asmondian as well, where he's so humble. If, yes. if, you, comp- if you go into one of Lax's streams and compliment him, he will thank you for the compliment, but you can see it in his face. It makes him slightly uncomfortable yeah. because he is such a humble, nice guy. He, he, I don't think he quite knows how to react to it. And, uh, and I mean that in a, in a, in a positive way, you know, it's, he is genuinely one of the very few genuine, nice guys out there. Other than if he finds you in game, then he's not a very nice guy. <laughs> and then he will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one um yeah just to let everyone know we now have a discord that is devoted entirely to this show um obviously if you're in here you know it but i'll uh, get a link for it um copied um posted it into the chat there i've got to set up a command for it but we do, I just felt that my other Discord, being a boomer, I've got fucking bells and whistles and shit fucking different bloody categorizations for everything from what I had for breakfast through to what my dog did um, at lunchtime. So this way it's just streamlined to stuff about the podcast is all going to be in here in the podcast. Um, try to keep it as minimal as possible. If I go too far with it, let me know and I'll try to scale it back. But keep it as simple as possible and just something separate because the whole concept of this show is to be a community show for the community um, and the podcast is meant to be, um, Discord is meant to be a place where people can hang out and discuss shit and just, yeah, have fun. Just talk about DayZ. This is first and foremost a DayZ fan production um, to support this game that we all love so fucking much um I'll copy the link put it in my chat thank you very much lisa um sadly anna is leaving bohemia interactive um was the next one this is we're now into the daisy twitter watch um and it, it's kind of i've got mixed feelings on this one i i did deal a bit with anna um but not a lot of people got to um she was a community uh manager or uh, basically the equivalent of batty i believe uh correct me if i'm wrong there anyone uh, but she's leaving the daisy team in bohemia at the end of august while i'm not saying goodbye yet i wanted to say a few words of appreciation to the daisy community so much passion so much love in you people the bit the times i got to deal with her, she was amazing it was just very uh, she was the equivalent of martin well there you go she was higher than uh batty um she was the uh, marketing manager um or whatever I forgot brand manager brand manager um but yeah just didn't even martin was more out there and known but um you know prior to uh, uh Jakub taking on the role um the daisy community team just kind of went really quiet which was really sad to see uh, but regardless of that i wish her the best um, as I'm certain the rest of you do. I think she's going to Spain, she said in a follow-up tweet. 
Yeah, I saw something. She put a picture up of a uh, of some sort of uh, like a digger or some sort of uh, plant machinery doing a doing a ramp off a dirt ramp or something, <laughs> and said that she she had she had got her work permits or something that she needs to go across. So she's sort of at the at the final prep stages before yep. before moving over. So yeah, I actually met Anna uh, personally. Uh, I think it was when Livonia released, before it released, mm-hmm. um, Bohemia had a stand on uh, at EGX in London. Uh, that was the first London edition again. And she actually invited, I think, a bunch of streamers. Paul and I ended up going um, where we basically w- uh, were there and uh, to check out the game and record some footage and then be able yep. to be able to make a video about it. She... Um, Took us out to dinner as well with a bunch of other me- members of the community, um, which was actually a nice thing. Like the, she actually really wanted to do something back for the community. You could really tell uh, d- doing back for the creators. You know, like she, she specifically wanted to because um, we because Paul and I got paid to go there as well, which is something that Beamia has never done. Like they have never given anything to creators in that regard. They've given away keys, but that's about the extent of what they've done. Um, and she really wanted to have all these creators that backed the game for so long and wanted to do something back. And um, you could definitely tell that at the time um, she was very limited to the options that Bohemia set for her because she was, you know, obviously you want to do as much as possible, but yeah, you're limited in your budget and stuff. Um, but yeah, she she her personality is she's very very Czech in that regard, even though she's not from there. I think she's Russian. Russian. Yeah. Russian. She yeah. is Russian. Um, but she's very uh, like straight to the point, not fucking around. She'll tell it how it is. And um, I actually really like that, that she's like that. Um, and in general, like a lot of the peeps working at Bohemia and the Czech Republic are very much like that. But yeah, it's, 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 it's sad to see her go. Um, but you know, it's, um, it's also kind of interesting to see, another one of the team leaving yeah um there's definitely a very quick going through rates there um and i think that's ever since peter eugene and all those guys left it almost seems as well like it's the same or similar sort of departments in the sense that it's sort of like community managers and things like that they seem to be going through a lot quicker than than other things at times which I, I don't I can't understand necessarily why to a degree, but I mean I think we've got very lucky in the last sort of couple of months with having Jakub being the community manager, and now I think he said some uh, someone else has taken over that position temporarily, who's been you know sort of doing quite a good job on their Twitter as well, and you know it's, it's it is a shame to see see people go, but I think she's she's going and doing something else that she that she enjoys a lot more so. I think as long as she's happy, I think that's the that's the main thing at this point. Mm-hmm. On a, uh, another note, we just got a uh, another suggestion for a uh, emote f- for the um, channel. Um, dead game. <laughs> Someone in <laughs> chat. Uh, yeah, because it's a dead game since day one. Yes, that's an emote for the uh, day uh, for the podcast Discord. Dead game. <laughs> we're, we're slowly uh, building up our catalogue of uh, ideas for um, some emotes to get made. I'm we're going to speak to Knifey Spoony about it. Um, um, she's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's you, you touched on something there, though, mind, that does surprise me um, with the game and something we've talked about on the podcast um, before about that. 
BI is quite frankly fucking shocking with their marketing of this game. They really are. Like you mentioned, um, that's the first time you've ever heard of them spending money. I asked them um, once for a discount um, code that I could use for, I've given away probably 10 to 15 Daisy related merch items. Not a lot, um, but you know, that comes out of my own pocket. Um, and I asked for um, a code that I could use to buy the items at a slightly reduced price, um, considering it's something I do that kind of benefits them in a way. Yes, it benefits me as well, but um, it's no secret I've never made a fucking, you know, pretty much everything I make goes back into it in some way, shape or form. Um, I don't make um, that much at all. Um, but I didn't even get a reply on that. They're shocking at marketing. Yeah, I think they almost seem to to rely on their content creators to do the marketing for them, which, I mean, it makes sense. That's obviously part of the total package overall when you you know when you've got a video game company. But they definitely need to step up their game and and you know just chuck a couple of dollars towards you know doing doing something something else that's going to help because. I mean, obviously, it's far. From, we joke about the the whole dead game thing. It's obviously it's we're we're joking that it's far from it. But like they they haven't really, with the exception of just you know, I mean now I mean that I think the thing they are doing at the moment that in the right sort of direction is I've noticed they're doing a lot of um, creator spotlight stuff on Twitter at the moment, and it's it's becoming almost yes. a daily thing. Yes. And they actually asked on Twitter the other day for suggestions. Uh, and Tommy DeGunn ended up being the uh, the suggestion for the day, which I highly recommend you check that guy out. Um, you know, it's, so I think they are heading in the right direction, um, but it'd be interesting to see if they can sort of bring something else forward to to kind of help out as well. What are they well, like at interacting it, it, with communities? Um, I have a in terms of like um, keys and stuff like that. Um, Sumrack's been very helpful with me, things like that. Um, I always feel bad yeah, um, been approaching like Sumrack. Helpful for sure. Yeah, but I always I think feel they've bad never actually them. had a set direction. I think I think that's the problem. I, I, I think Bemia, like some of the people that have the say over this, especially I think like uh, Project Lead. Uh, I forgot his name. He's now working for the other guy. I uh, know he, he set up his own. Did he? Was he the one that set up his own company in Bratislava under? THQ, what's his name again? Marek, maybe? I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, the project lead obviously is the one kind of overlooking uh, lead producer, uh, where there was for, former Brian Hicks uh, and, and, and Dean Hall. Um, and Eugene. And then, and then Peter Nespasny, Eugene. Um, and, and they're all about the money. You know, like they have to make sure is that, hey, can we do this? Like it has to be improved by him. And you can definitely tell is that there was no real plan for that and they and Beamy has always been a little bit conservative at spending that money there um and i think that's always has been an issue with them to be honest like it, it is a privately owned company hmm. still is and I, and i think because of that they might have been a little bit cautious with taking risks um and and to a degree i get it but it also has been massively negatively affecting their success as a company like i wish they would have been a little bit more brave in that department same. I'd, I'd like to see them do more, and it seems like they could easily um, do some things. Like we talked a couple of weeks back um, that um, 
Yeah, they they need to. Um, why haven't they reached out to? As as I know, the guy is divisive. But every time you see a poll about who is your favourite um, Daisy content creator uh, of all time, there's one guy who takes the lead every time. Uh, and it took Ben from Blue Waffle um, to sit down and um, take da- uh, Frankie um, on a tour of Daisy to show him what has changed. Why haven't they reached out to do some sort of paid promotion to get you know to pay him? You know, I don't, I don't know how much they would pay. Mind you, you'd probably have a better idea. You've done a paid gig with them before, um, but pay him to make some videos on Daisy again. Um, it would be massive. I mean, the guy's still got three million subscribers on YouTube. They may have, uh, they probably have already done that. Honestly, would he be interested in that? Yeah, I'd be interested say, in Daisy whether or not Frankie all. turned it down. I've spoken, obviously I spoke to Frankie and Sadler uh, afterwards as well. Um, Frankie's not interested in making content on Daisy SA mm-hmm. um, because of the amount of bugs and stuff that are in it. When Obviously Frankie's coming back and he's he, for him to leave the job he's, he's been in and come back at this, he wants to, when he comes back he wants to be doing it. Like, you know what Frankie's like, when he does something he does it very, very well. So he's got a he's, He's got a schedule of that he wants to release content with, and Daisy SA does not fit in with that schedule. He's, the the amount of problems that it's got will slow him down, so he's not going to be doing Daisy SA content. Yeah, so when when he's coming back, he's just going to stick to Arma. Uh, yes, yes, it's Arma Three Daisy. He's calling it. I don't know exactly yeah. what they're playing, but yeah, not yeah. Not, not Daisy. It's kind of a bummer. I like obviously he could do a lot for Daisy. Um, yeah, coming back, but you know, if he if, if he wants to do it in Arma, he wants to do it in Arma. I get it. There, the the options are, are more there to create hit the, the stories that he wants to do with like the the custom, probably like custom map stuff, like like you know, like the zoo stuff to give more options to create a better storyline. <laughs> I get I it. I, dis- light. I, I forgot to show the lightning. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I I get it. I disagree with it, but I get it. You know. Uh, it is what it is. I disagree with it as well. Um, and I kind of go back to uh, Brim, you were saying about Asmondian. Um, the Daisy needs more people like that. Um, I yeah. kind of have um, a philosophy of Daisy. Um, yes, he, he made that content and he helped make Daisy, but Daisy gave him the tools to create the content that he did. And call this presumptuous, call this arrogant, but I think it'd be the least he could do uh, to throw a bone to the old girl that helped him achieve 3 million subscribers and countless fucking... I I really don't know how much you would earn from the videos that he gets. I don't think I've ever had a video get over five or 6,000 views, and I think I was demonetized at the time when they did that horrible bloody uh, under 1,000 subscribers or whatever it was, and you lost your demonetization, but yeah. Um, uh, to be honest, I think Bohemia owes Frankie more than Frankie owes Bohemia. Yeah, but it would be something nice for you to do. Yes, you could argue they do, and I, I agree on that, but you know, surely there's got to be you know, some sort of... like I, There's nothing I hate more than seeing these people who uh, made their name with Daisy and then turn around and start just shitting on it to the point where there's nothing wrong with criticizing the game and the many 
features, because we don't use the B word here, um, that it has. Um, but to turn around and then hate on it, uh, now I'm not saying Frankie's hating on it, but I think it'd be, you know, even if he just did a an honest video talking about why he's not going to come back uh, to Daisy, you know, just that it, it doesn't suit the sort of videos that he makes. It's too um, featurey at the moment, and yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think he owes anyone anything, to be honest. Um, he's just doing his thing, and he's always has been doing his thing. Um, yeah. You know, I think he's just going to come back and on his own terms. Um, and that's that, really. I hope it does well. The thing is, it's like I don't think it's going to do a lot for Daisy if he's doing it in Arma. I think it actually might hurt the game more. Yeah. Um, because people are going to look at, oh, Daisy's still not good enough. When it honestly, realistically, it is. But yeah. Um, to be fair, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what to what extent because he's talking to people. Like I think he might be relying a lot uh, on Sada for that. You know, for, for to, to tell him, yo, how is the what's the game like right now? And uh, Sada does not exactly play on the kind of servers that have a small amount of bugs. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I, you could be consulting many people, and you know, and, and all this. Uh, but for what he wants, I mean, there's definitely a bunch, a lot, especially with with the VPP stuff. And if you build an entire server and about an entire team about building your story, you can 100% without issues do it in Daisy. 100%, unless he wants to go crazy with aliens and shit. But I don't know. Uh, it's uh, you can yeah, do I mean, you I'm, can do scripted content just yeah. as good. Look, uh, you know touchy topic and all but look at anarchy um i someone shared the um video that he just put up and i watched it and it was fucking uh, i didn't get to watch all of it it was a 50 minute video but just the opening sequences of it was fucking amazing it was very reminiscent of um you know different music and different sort of feel and that and he doesn't doesn't quite have the same voice as frankie had frankie just had one of those voices you just loved listening to but you can do it it can be done yeah, I also I find it difficult to believe as well that that all this time that Frankie's been gone, that he hasn't at least a couple of times flicked on to Daisy and gone. I'll give it ten minutes, have a quick run around, see what's you know, see what's going on. I mean, that, he has right. Yeah, he I mean, might. That, he has. Yeah, he must he must have done so. You know, even when he was really jaded to a degree about the game, yeah, you know, he he must have been on at some point. So he. Surely he 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 does know whether he's consulting Sado or or anyone else. He must know what state the game's in. Yeah, but ten um, minutes isn't enough to to know what oh, the game's no. like. You, no, how long how long did you, Ben? How long did you spend with him? Um, it wasn't that long. I'll be honest with you. Probably about half an hour, something like that. Yep. He wasn't get. He, he wasn't. He wasn't particularly playing Daisy, we were showing him um we were showing him a lot of the expansion content and then Sada was showing him um how various locations had changed since he last played and stuff like that. But he wasn't actually playing Daisy. So I do know that the day before he did come on my server the night before uh and had a little wander around Kamishovo. I don't know how long he was there for, so I don't know if he experienced any of Daisy really. But um, yeah, he was, I, I don't know if he's actually played any Daisy. 
Racism. Maybe he ran into some of the issues with expansion and thought, like, fuck this. Could just be the feel of the game, too. I mean, he just, you know, it might leave a sour taste in his mouth because he doesn't like how the, the game plays out or whatever. Because it does... Uh, that's one of the things, like, Daisy's UI hasn't really changed much, so they haven't really, like, refreshed or brought us, like, anything new in, I guess, a while. I'm not sure what the time, to, time frame on that is. And maybe the first time we played it, he didn't like it, so he hasn't seen anything different, so he doesn't continue with it. Hmm. He doesn't find the value in it. Okay. Did say which that, is fair, um... which is totally fair. I mean, you know, the guy's got... Like, if, if you're doing content creation like he is, you're very much looking for, like, hey, am I going to be able to make my vision with this? You know, and that's probably why he doesn't take sponsored stuff, because he can't really push his vision with the sponsored stuff. He's he's a very... I, I guess he... I don't really know him, but he's probably a very idea-based guy where he wants... He has an idea, and he wants to execute that. So that's what he focuses on, you know? And I think... Yeah, you probably... saying... Oh, sorry, go on. No, you go, mate. I was just going to say, Sada was saying that um, after, he'd, after he'd been on the server, that um, Frankie said something along the lines of it brought back a lot of bad memories. Yeah, from... that's what I mean. Because yeah. that's the same what expansion did for me when I tried it the first time. It was very broken and very and had a lot of issues. And, it, well, I'm, I'm not putting it straight on that, but... Especially if you, in the earlier stages of expansion, you agree is that there was a lot more, lot, a lot more bugs than there is right now. Mm-hmm. It, it oh, could yeah. have literally been the case where he just looked at this and it's like, okay, this is the mod that is supposed, this is the mod that is supposed to do it. And then he just went, nah. Like, it's just, it's still how Daisy is. I think Camino I mean, sums it up well. Yeah. His comment there as well. It can be done, but it's already done in armor, so it doesn't make any sense to reinvent what's already been done. That's what? It doesn't make any sense to reinvent it when he could just go and play armor and all the stuff he wants um, is pretty much already done there for him. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's, it's definitely armor is pretty old fashioned by this point. Um, mm. Even, yeah, well, I think he means like armor. It looks like trash. Arma, th- Arma 3 is pretty, like, ahead of the curve until you see, until you think about stuff like Arma 4 with actual proper future infusion stuff, like... Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not. They've, they've done okay. That's why, that's why when you're saying, is like, maybe he looked at DayZ and he just didn't see some of the stuff that in-game works, it's like... But then he goes back to Arma 3, which is, like, the most outdated, blocky, like, slow in animation experience you can have. So there's clearly something that put him off in that playtest, where he just went, like, no. They're like this see see how buggy the game still is i mean i'll be honest like i remember when daisy standalone first came out like a long time ago when it was when you know the daisy mod was still a thing and i played the standalone for the first time and personally i didn't like it i went right back to arma 2 mod and i probably played it for another year after standalone came out until i you know com- eventually stopped playing arma 2 altogether but I th- it might be a lot like that where he just where that's how he feels about it you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But even guys, hey, I'm gonna have to uh, dip out on this one. I have got a dinner thing in yep. one hour, and I need to lather myself in sunscreen because the sun is out. So uh, that's gonna take a while. So yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, allowing me to join, guys. It was a pleasure. Nice meeting everyone. No worries. Uh, nice meeting you too, man. Um, yep. And uh, it was really good. And we'll Thank see you, you back on next week when we have another Twitter drama um, uh, midweek. <laughs> eh? scripted drama. Scripted. Scripted. Drama. I'll, scripted. I'll, I'll be sure. I'll be sure to block uh, much earlier next time. <laughs> <laughs> Catch right, you later, Minder. See you later, mate. Oh, we lost in Clement Dab's camera. Feeling shy. Yes. Probably, it's probably for the best. All you people with hair are making me look bad. <laughs> mate.
Um, I haven't got any hair either. <laughs> okay. I'm, si- I'm sitting here sweating with my bald head and I'm fucking sun shining. I'm surprised I've not completely flared out everybody's screens. Yep. Um, no, that's the wrong one. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, server Spotlight. Now, we had a great idea um, posted in the Discord. Once again, um, I'll post the link in um, chat again. <laughs> Um, but someone made the idea of um, we come up with a server um, to talk about uh, on the show. Now, I went back to him and said, you came up with the idea. Um, let us know what you uh, let us know a server that you love and why. Unfortunately, they didn't get back to me, Sukhan. Um, so this was your opportunity to be in the spotlight, mate. But. Inclement Dab. Hi. <laughs> I've got one. Go for it. Uh, all right. So uh, the spotlight that I was going to bring up this week is actually uh, somebody who has also helped me uh, a little bit with the editor, but she's been using a lot of testing, and she's she's kind of taken advantage a little bit of the editor, and she's been actually um, doing like the first exporting for server stuff. Um, and I'll actually show my screen so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. uh, it's... Uh, her server name, I got all the information over here, actually. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it right now. I feel a bit embarrassed. Uh, it's Willow Glade. That's what it is. It's, it's uh, server name is Willow Glade. It's a PvE server, but it focuses a lot more on, uh, like, the experience that you have while in the game. So it's not necessarily about, like, uh, the whole, you know, they're not big on the whole, like, you know, PvP or anything like that. It's But, yep. but they do, like, a really, really good job at adding their own, you know, custom events, custom assets. It's actually really fun. Um, I'm actually a lot of a PvP guy myself, but um, I, I hang out with them all there, on there every once in a while because they just do such a good job at like some of the stuff that they do. Because they're hosting a, an event tomorrow, I think. Or maybe, no, it's today, actually. They're hosting an event this this evening about, um, it's going to be like a big old summer bash pool party thing. It's actually really cool. Um, but she puts a lot of time. Helkiana, it's uh, Helkiana and uh, Suviel both put a lot of time into the server. And, and um, I'm sure there's other people that I'm not missing the names, and I apologize if I did, but... They they put a lot of time into into their custom zones, their custom areas. I, I think they did a really really good job at like just nailing the atmosphere all the way. So they would definitely be my shout out for this week. I can post. Uh, I'll I'll post uh, some information for it in the chat as well. But uh, these are just a couple of screenshots that they sent. They've got like a custom trader system and everything like that. They've got like a lot of uh, communication between people. It's it's really really cool what they do actually. I th- I think they do a really good job. She's got some custom assets as well for her server and everything like that, that they put together. Uh, let me see if I can uh, go and find that real fast. And we can't help but love Helkiana for making Boydy damn near jump oh. so far out of his fucking skin that we only saw Skeleton for five minutes. <laughs> I was playing on Daisy Down Under, a hardcore server that really punishes you if you die. And I'm at the trader and it's not a safe zone. And it was just, you know, every now and then in Daisy, you get the heebie jeebies, you get the vibe and. Uh, I'm starting to panic, and Moonshine's talking to me in chat. And I'm like, Moonshine, just just shut up. I I need to listen in case someone's creeping up on me. And I've got these ninja alerts where if you donate a certain amount of bits, it just lets off these fucking horrendous gunshots. Oh my god! Oh, I've got the mate. same thing in my stream too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's evil. It's evil. People use it against you. It's a tool. It's a weapon. But, mate, I I say that um, people watch me for one of two reasons. Um, one is in the hope that Vigilante Gamer will make a comeback on my channel. Um, and if you haven't heard of him, you need to uh, give yourself 10 uppercuts. Um, and the other is to watch a man have a heart attack live on stream. 
Yeah. It's the only reason I ever tune in. <laughs> this is some really nice stuff. I saw the. Yeah, um, they did a really, really good job. This is Tizzy, I think. I saw the Toxic Cloud uh, for the first time um, on Daisy Down Under. It's a roving one um, that just moves across the map and it's toxic at all. And yeah, just. Yeah, wow. I'll put a, I'll put a Discord invite for their thing in, in your chat here. It's, it's That's like Willow custom right there. buildings as well. Like custom, like with oh, the, like the towers there and things. Because I don't think, I think I've so, ever yeah. seen them anywhere else in DayZ. I think so, yeah. Unless I've been looking with my fucking eyes shut. I think the Stalkers never uses those, I think. I think they still, no, they have custom assets anyway, because I, I go to Helki on a stream all the time and she's always making something different. She's got some, like, for her event, she's doing, like, um, she made some, like, custom, like, string lights that, like, hang through, like, a little, it's, like, really, really cool. Yeah, I was watching her <laughs> make a uh, tiki bar the other day. Yeah, the tiki bar, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's doing a really good job. Oh, this one's creepy. What the heck? She's very community-oriented. Oh, for sure, yeah. All of Willow Gladys, they're doing a good job. Oh. I, that's, I that's only creepy. found out recently that you can make custom zombies. Like, with the way they look, you can have custom sounds. So instead of their normal screamy sounds they do, you can have custom sounds that they make and things i only found that out i didn't realize that that was ever a thing not in my wildest dreams did i imagine that that was even possible yeah that's how we've got the, the alien on my server and um also i'm I'd love to turn them all into all the zombies into raving rabbits one night just for just for an event one night oh this is cool this is really cool that's smart gotta have like runners that just like where's the server sprint and freak out at you yeah, different different zombie question. AI with different um, characteristics would be good. Like, so if you saw if you saw a, a certain type of one, you know you're in shit. There sort of is thing. there is a mod like that, um, Ben. Um, they've added it to Daisy Down Under um, PVZ mod, I think it's called. And oh right. my fucking god, mate! You are what you just said happens um, now. Uh, doing a poo was in um, uh, chat um, just saying about how Daisy Down Under is not as hardcore. They've added expansion mod, um, and he is right in that. But they've added some other things, including this PVZ mod. And oh my fucking God, mate, it is just the most insane thing. It basically just completely reworks um, Infected. You'll be out in the middle of the forest, and you'll hear a zombie aggro, and you'll turn around, and you can't see this zombie anywhere. And then you see this bush move and it's a fucking zombie that's already had its legs taken out so it's crawling and we all know how annoying oh. they are but it's in a fucking ghillie suit so you would never have seen the fucker um and it just it gives you a fright it's like what the and then you gotta oh shit what do i do if you i had i um had a bunch of them fucking attack me and they ruined my shoes to the point that they fell off my body and i was like what the hell um the zombies spawned with helmets with um, vests on them, um, and you take um, uh, have to take about you know six to seven headshots just to take out a military zombie. There's a priest zombie in it. I had a sledgehammer. I think it took fourteen hits to take him down with a sledgehammer. Jeez, fucking hell, man. Yeah. What the? It it just. Did you drop some ancient texts or something when you killed him, like a boss <laughs> zombie? Um, he had a small <laughs> amount of cannabis on him. He had a small amount of cannabis on him, which which kind of made me laugh. The people <laughs> had cannabis. 
Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> check it out. Um, yeah, oh, I yeah. know a lot of servers are scaling back on the infected, um, but it's it's an amazing mod. It really is an amazing mod. Um, it's added, um, yeah. Added See, I think extra. zombies in DZ at the moment are just too. They're almost too easy. They're not. As, oh, yeah. They're not. They're not to my taste. I think they should be either more dangerous or there be more of them because i think we've all had that moment where we've been trapped by like a group of zombies having one or two even three you can generally deal with depending on the server you're on but i, th I think they they should be a little bit more of a threat than they are at the moment i i agree actually a lot with that and also to to add to that um i was actually experimenting it with uh when i was doing some some of my own server dev a little bit ago i was um trying spawning like tripling the amount um but then changing it so if you shoot them in the head they die because there's a lot of times where i'll shoot a zombie with an m4 and they just won't die in the head um so if you shoot them in the head it will kill them um but making them so they hit harder and there's a lot more of them to balance it to sort of counterbalance that right now because i do i do agree with you i definitely feel like it's not really yeah that, that uh <clears throat> well balanced other than if you make a silly mistake and get caught in a um, yeah, when you're trying to herd them into a shed or something like that, there's little to no threat from them. Um, it was so refreshing playing on Daisy Down Under. Um, and there was a server a while back after Dark um, that did it quite well, but it fell apart, sadly. Um, and this is the first time that you know, I, I died at the Northwest Airfield. Um, infected, just there was too many of them got on me and my health was too low. Um, and it was my own fault. I should have taken time to let my health regenerate, but that would have been, you know, just too much time spent Effort. sitting around. Um, so I said, fuck it, I'll just go in. But I, I kind of wanted to explore to see what the Northwest Airfield was like, and it was... <sighs> wow. It, it blew my mind just how hard um, it was to deal with them. I, I imagine it's um, kind of like a meta. I'll learn what the new meta is for them, and then it will be easy again but it was nice to be challenged um and uh, little things like what you just showed what um helkiana's done on the willow glade is it yeah yeah um server so, i love that i love seeing a freaky a freaky thing you know like i said i talk about this little crawling zombie that was in a ghillie suit that i just couldn't see it was like what the where did you fuck did you come from um but to see these clown zombies and things like that i i yeah. i jump scare bad i do um yes yeah. <laughs> funny enough yeah. we've noticed yeah yeah we've noticed we've noticed but yeah i think that's awesome mate i i love servers and i'll definitely check out where'd you say willow glade is based uh helkiana said it was an eu are you uh the joys of being an australian uh <laughs> 300 plus ping I mean, it's not like if, if it was an Australian server, it's not like your internet was going to help you anyway. You're still going to get 300 ping. <laughs> you cheeky fucker. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. Uh, you're a funny fucker too. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Uh, <laughs> my internet's been shit tonight. This has been so embarrassing for me. We've got the lovely overlays and everything like that, and I've just been a complete nutter boomer. Um, okay, so do, uh, have you got a link that we can post into chat for people to check out Willow Glade, mate? Yeah, I do, actually. I posted it already, but I'll post it one more time just to 
emphasize that's their Discord right there, and they've got all their server info inside of it. So if you want to join it, our server of the week, Willow Glade, hosted by Helkiana, who is in here, who'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have. And like all good server admins, is awake twenty four seven to comp you for your loss of any gear due to features of Daisy. And I think Helkiana just hit unsubscribe to my channel right now. <laughs> Refunding coming. Oh, I have any second thoughts. And Ben's just sitting there going, but that's what they expect of me. They do. They expect me to be awake 24-7. They really do. <laughs> It, it it's it's kind of i know we've gone for um we've been going nearly three hours now but server owners um server admins um don't get enough credit and uh, you know someone um i've been playing with on foobar server said that they were looking at starting their own server and all i could think of was you ben dm4 spud from ddu um fubar bundy even um with his server now um and brim you you run a server although you say you do you don't do much in the behind the scenes stuff but the demands on server owners are just insane yeah yeah i mean i i like i say i'm i'm just the the lackey that runs around after you know dealing with the player base i'm sort of like a community manager to a degree um and luckily we've got quite a small community at the moment so yeah, I, I couldn't imagine doing all the back-end stuff of having a fuck with config files and all that. So that's that's alien to me in a massive way. Like I can use the, the community online tools and what have you to teleport myself to a player that's stuck in a car or something and help them out that way. But other than that, it's a, it's, it's a ball ache. But yeah, the, it, you get so many people that seem to think that because they're playing on your server that they're entitled to some sort of preferential treatment in in some way um you know and, and we had it we had a, a group of guys playing on our so young lads i think they must have been teenagers and one of them just kept coming in the discord at least once a day and saying oh the fucking cars crashed again and oh this has happened and that oh my cars despawned with all my loot in it and blah 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 and it was like it's literally in the rules of our discord server where you say you agree to the rules by with a reaction role and it says you've read the rules you know that we're not comping for cars because cars are fucked in daisy like use them at your own risk like, oh well, yeah but yeah but their but their their argument i, I sat there and i was in a, a, in a discord call like this with the other admins of the server and we were pissing ourselves laughing because the lad's response was well why are you putting why are you still adding cars onto the server then if you know they're broken and and our our server boss uh john turned around and said ian do you want to take this one i was like i got this one brother don't you worry and i literally just typed back so why are you still buying a fucking car then and immediately <laughs> radio silence and he didn't i was like yeah exactly shut up like you, you're literally bitching and moaning about the fact a car doesn't work and yet the guy was spending hundreds of thousands of rubles in game going and buying cars just for them to despawn <clears throat> or break again because he crashed them into a fucking tree easy rider just said it in chat cars have been fucked since 2014 for heaven's sake if you don't exactly. know it's buyer beware when you buy a car now in daisy but it does ben do you comp on your server um it depends on the situation to be honest with you um so if it's anything to do with vehicles 
generally no for the for the for the reasons already mentioned that they're so buggy that if people want to use them it's completely down to their own risk um if the game suddenly magically which it can often do swallow somebody's hard-earned gear that they've been collecting for three weeks then yeah i'm more inclined to you know if they've got some sort of evidence then i do comp them um but but like again we have the trader mod the trader mod will now and again um not give you an item you've paid for also though a lot of the time you'll have players that will not have the inventory space for an item and they'll buy it and the game tries to place it in the inventory and they don't get it um in those occasions no if it, it, like we are it's just a grin and bear it basically um that's a that's a bug in the trade mod yeah it can, it, I think <clears throat> it depends on uh i think some of it can be to do with uh what clothing you're wearing um but yeah you can often go to the trader buy stuff and it doesn't give it you yeah it predominantly I've, I've noticed if you've got something in your hands if you've got something in your hands usually um it just anything you buy after that just the, it takes the money but you don't get the item yeah there was one where it was um it would be dependent on the rucksack you were carrying so if you had a vanilla bag on your back everything would be mm. fine but if you had a modded bag from say the mass many items mod or the mung hards hiking mod or anything like that, then that again that bug would persist and it wouldn't go into your bag yeah I, I've had, yeah i've had seen that happen as well i just can't wait for uh the ones trader mod um i know we harped on yeah, about it really the other week that. but that trader mod guys and girls if you haven't seen it um if someone could find a link to um some footage of it i did a uh, video on it on my channel um it is the most mind one of the like, like look it, it was sort of what i was talking about before when i said to you and clement dad what you've just shown me is mind-blowing what what the one showed me with um his trader mod was mind-blowing to me there's just it's it's <clears throat> oh yeah i know playing doing a really really good job down but it's almost like it's a bit of a golden age for daisy at the moment which is just some of the stuff that you guys are coming up with it's incredible absolutely incredible. I, think I, said, I think it was last week that i said to you that um all the little like in terms of modding now all the little things have been done and and they've been done a lot yeah all, it's all the stuff that's left to do now is the big things that are going to be mind-blowing and that everybody's really going to appreciate yeah yep <clears throat> Yeah, I had a chance to jump onto one of uh, Dewan's new servers and get up to Altar and check out that trader mod a bit, and it is, it is really cool. I, I really, really like the way that looked, and the way he had like the custom currency looking different to what the regular trader mod has. Things like it, it was brilliant. But the one thing that I want to know, and I know Dewan's in chat, the one question I want is how the fuck is his? Am I getting 144 FPS on his server? But I can I struggle to get above ninety on any other. What have you done to your server to make it run so well? Because so many servers need to do that. Because I I'm running up like big roads in big towns, running through the centre of Cherno, do it uh, over a hundred FPS, and I I don't get that in any other server. If I was to jump in any other server and get over a hundred FPS, I think I might faint. It, it was absolutely phenomenal. 
there's even a mod to change your grey dirty underwear into pattern once might be a mod too far. <laughs> only only if it changes it into so that's, a, See, that's uh, the golden age right there. That's the golden age. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we need a custom underwear mod with with uh, with skid marks and everything after this one. <laughs> I've got I to say... Just go full rust. Just remove the underwear. Just go full rust. I actually miss yeah. the female model, the old star knickers that she used to wear. I thought they were fucking hilarious. There were so many phenomenal things that we're now missing from the game. Like yeah. just, the, just the little things like that, the random little things like that, is just makes it so much fun. And there you go, Ben. In chat, mate. Blue waffles is the best server. Someone flying oh. the flag for you, mate. That's a nice compliment. Random, but thank you very much. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, he's not far wrong. Let's be honest. I, you know, Graf is doing well. There's a lot of good servers now. That's a good thing. I think there's been thousands and thousands open, and there's still thousands open every week by the looks of it. But the 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 week, the chaff's been sorted now, and and there's some really good servers. A lot of variety as well. So like you were saying yeah. earlier, if somebody don't like the way a server is, they can just piss off and find another one that suits that suits them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you say, there's so many now, and and. You know, Uncle Ray Ray's got his own server now called the Boom Boom Room. I know a few people have uh, are, are going to have already played that, and that's that's just pure fucking mayhem from start to finish. There's there's no base building, none of that. You can't hoard items. It's literally a case of you log in, you loot up, you get into a massive thing of PvP, and when you die, you respawn somewhere between Cami and Cher uh, Cherno, and you just go again. And it, it, it's basically it's it's almost like a deathmatch server. But he, he's one that's got custom zombies. And it wasn't until I played on his server that I found that was a thing. He's literally got a custom Uncle Ray Ray zombie, complete with Hawaiian shirt and thinning matted over hair. And when you when that zombie aggro's on you, as a zombie does, does the old two arms up in the air, ah, it literally goes, woo, baby, just like Uncle <laughs> Ray Ray does. And it's... It's. And I played on the server for two days before I found that out. I just happened to bump into one, and I went, "What the fuck, Ray? Oh, wait, no, Ray Ray's not on. It's his day off." Oh shit! It was a zombie. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that!" I leg. I didn't even stop to try and fight it. I just ran. I was like, "I'm not dealing with that. That's above me." I love little things like that, and people need to, yeah, especially if, um, like you were saying, Ben, if they want to start a server. Um, a bit like what we were talking about with streaming before. Yes, you can you know, download OBS and chuck a webcam on and just play the game and you might get a following. Um, the same as you can pay the 80 to 100 bucks or whatever it is, start a server and you might end up with a community. But if you really want to, you need to make friends with the likes of Inclement Dab, with the one, with these people who can design something that sets your server apart um, gives people, yeah, Enzyme Orange, good marketing that is. Um, Ray Ray will possibly be in everyone's streams. Um, so just come up with something unique that sets your server apart from the, the rest of them that are out there. There's 101,000 servers claiming to be high loot, AI trader, 10,000, 1 million, 1 gazillion rubles starting cash and all the rest of it. But what else, what else is going to make your server... Uh, different that people want to come back and keep playing and that's going to be the, the trick to running a successful which you might end up regretting hey ben <laughs> some days yeah <laughs> but yeah there's, there's a lot more to running a good server now than there used to be um you've got to 
you've got to try and be unique. You've got to come up with your own ideas. You've got to care about your community. You can't just, you know, open a server and expect it to fill up and everybody have a good time and everything else. It does, like you were saying before, about being expected to be on 24-7. You kind of, you, if you're going to, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've, I've had a good bit of playtime this week, but when you're running a server, you've essentially got to be prepared to give up game time now so that you can look after your community that bit better. Yeah. So there's a lot, there is a lot more to it to having a good server now. Um, but the, with the modding and everything else now, it's, it's brought all the variety in, and we've got a lot more options now. Like, like you mentioned Helkiana before, she's doing um, she's doing a lot of custom stuff on it, her server that makes it really unique. I'm doing some custom stuff at the moment. Um, Game of Girl Bathwater version 2.0. We're going a bit bigger than that this time. <laughs> a, bit bigger, a bit bigger than that. You'll Game be able of to find boy bathwater. And the bath. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to be chased by Belle Delphine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You heard it first here, folks. Belle Delphine zombies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, it's, good, it's, it's good now that you can get some. Spotting gone too far, dear God. No, I'm uninstalling now. No, never. Well, I'm reinstalling now. What are you doing? <laughs> Belle Delphine. Okay, Boomer Girl. Who else could. Uh, Pokimane. You've got to have a Pokimane zombie. Oh, God. And you got to have a bunch of tier three subs, like, chasing her down, yes, like, all the yes. time. Like, anytime she spawns. So they're just, like, shouting shit. <laughs> And, and, and when she's chasing you, she's just yelling, really want to put my name on that one? Oh, God, I hate that clip. <laughs> oh. But no, love it. Um, last topic of the night, guys, is our guest host spotlight of the week. Um, so you've already done yours, um, Inclement Dab, but that was more for the server. Mm. Is there anything else that took your... Um, interest this week that you saw that just made you go wow whether it be a video a mod anything uh i mean tons honestly because i've been watching through the modding discord um and there's like a whole bunch of like really really cool stuff going on um i don't necessarily have anybody specific to shout out besides you know the guys at expansion and vpp who are just pushing the envelope right now so well and they're doing such a good job with it but I mean, there's all kinds of just creative stuff inside the modding Discord if you guys, um, and you guys should definitely be in there watching that because I saw somebody's working on a mod for AI um, where they were spawning AI, in, spawning actual characters in with guns and the guys were shooting back at each other and it was really cool um, and stuff like that. There's there's all kinds of just cool stuff out there. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's all my I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. Like um, the idea of AI, I'm... Not 100% sold on it, but then again, I said the same about choppers, and I got to fly in choppers, and I fucking love flying in choppers now. It's hilarious. It's good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yeah. the, uh, no especially when you the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best part, honestly. That's the that's the climax right there. <laughs> um, ben, what about you, buddy? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be horrible here. I'm a little unprepared for this one this week. Um, I've, been, I've been a little bit busy, and also when I have had spare time to um watch twitch streams or content i've even been watching inclement do his editor or i mean i was watching helkiana as well the other day um and oh excuse me <coughs> and then also um i've been i've been watching um, archie videos for, for the last week oh you've been binging them 
Yeah, I've been binging a bit. The, the guy's how, entertained me for the last how week. How funny is some funny. of the... I've literally spat out a mouthful of drink with some of the cheeky little one-liners he sneaks into his um, guide videos. Oh. No, it, it, well, for me, it's just been... He, he seems He's a master at swapping his voice and changing his accent. It's like... He, <laughs> and the, the, the way he gets people to kill themselves, just that's had yes. me laughing out loud several times this week like i've probably spat my beer out a few times when i've <laughs> seen, seen a few of his videos like yeah he, he he's he has entertained me a lot the genius of the man <laughs> he's 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 got to be careful though he's getting to the point now where he's he's probably um a small mid-size um channel or streamer um and he's gonna start getting to the point where he if he doesn't um uh, expand his repertoire of accents and that people are going to recognize him and he's going to get a name for um oh you're that guy who likes to troll people well if anybody could change their accent he can because i've heard him do russian french Amer australian america everything he's done in like the space of five minutes so no he doesn't do australian he does an abomination of australian oh, it's <laughs> oh god but no love the guy <laughs> Um, and definitely check him out when. Um, Brim. That'd be me. Yeah, I mean, the only the only one, or well, the main one, apart from the obvious, you know, elephants in the room that we're, we're currently with and the, the work they've been doing recently is Uncle Ray Ray. The guy's been streaming a fair decent amount recently and obviously with the opening of his, his uh, new server, which is pretty unique to say the least um you know it's just getting to see see someone do something different rather than being what so many streamers are just sit in front of a webcam chat a load of shit and hope for the best he actually does make it very entertaining um and like i say his server's so unique i mean he's got two custom military locations one's between kamishovo and electro which from an aerial view looks like a pair of breasts um so we call it the titty base and then he's got another one between um, between Cherno and Electro that, if you look at it from above, is a giant cock and balls, which we call the cock base. Um, you know, and, and they're custom military zones. And it, it's, it's literally, it's a high loop server. Like, you can go into almost any building and find a weapon. Um, and that's the way it's designed to be. It is designed to be just pure fucking mayhem. Just run and gun, hope for the best, respawn and go again. And it's 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 got to be some of the most fun like i've had a bit you know i've had a bit of a shitty time the last sort of week or so like mental health and things like that and then he messaged me saying that it was he was putting the server live and would i like to come and have a have a look so i jumped in and immediately i just had one of the best nights of my life just running around just acting like an absolute fucking idiot and just doing whatever i wanted and it was it was genuinely a lot of fun so i think he deserves a lot of uh a lot of respect for the for the extra work he's putting in with that one uh fluky steak in chat has just said can i just give a shout out to jlk amazing content totally agree jlk has really reinvented himself and is still absolutely killing it and i couldn't be happier for the young guy uh milo if you're watching um i saw you liked my tweet the um the other week we're still waiting. We're still waiting for you to dust it off and put out another video and get the 
little spoon or whatever it is and say I'm blocking the haters um, because there'll be people who hate on you mate but just get out there and make another video you did good videos mate um, uh, I want to shout out the Esca team uh, from Jacob from what I've seen uh, of it I've got to say it looks amazing totally agree what we saw before yeah. what I got to see in Anarchy's video it just looks fucking next level really for those who love their immersion um, Essica looks like it's going to be a map that particularly some of the role play communities I think will really get a kick out of um, but yeah that just looks absolutely fucking amazing to me um, I want to try out the base building in that map I get the strange feeling that like different places to do like base building yeah. and stuff. I love a bit of base building, whether it be vanilla or expansion. I think you could make some very, very unique and interesting bases on that map. One of the things I love is all the flooded areas. You know, if you like the cop yeah. station, ha having to go through the cop station and search for loot, knowing you're getting wet. Uh, you know, fuck the rain. You're going to be walking through a puddle. You're going to be fucking sopping wet. And if it's cold and nighttime, yeah. it just it just adds a whole new dynamic. Um, Easy Rider, we have um, shouted out Happy Bombs many a time, but I will do it again, mate. Happy Bombs, um, True Colors events. He is another um, one of those like Asmondian and that who puts in more than he gets from Daisy, which is to be respected. His um, True Colors events. Ben and I have done events in the past, um, and. Um, we know how hard it can be. Yes, it's easier these days, isn't it, Ben? These you know, these fucking young kids don't know how easy they've got it, do they, mate? <laughs> no, no. Life used to be a bit more of a headache. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, my shout out for the week is a bit self indulgent, but I want to shout out the Australian Survivalists uh, stream team. Um, R. Diddy sent me an invite and um, asked me to join the team, which I happily did. And one of the main reasons why, Ben, was guess what R. Diddy is uh, going to be planning? And I've told him to reach out to you. Um, oh, he, he wants to help promote an Ashes series. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah. talk about it then. Yeah. Um, I've, I believe, I'm not, I, all right, so I'm not going to... The expansion update should be kind of soon so as soon as that's done we'll have a nice working environment to, to do an event so yeah let's let's chat i'm looking forward to it <laughs> ah did he's in chat he's watching he said try to keep it on the hush mate <laughs> <laughs> laughing emoji ah. you didn't tell me that spill the beans spill beans. the beans but a bit late now <laughs> sorry ah did he We've actually talked about it on the show before, probably not quite to as many viewers as we have now, um, but Ben and I have talked about it before because it's something we're both very passionate about, um, and we actually had plans ourselves to try to, and then when you sent me the invite, it was, yeah, but um, uh, back to the original point, um, Australian Survivalists, um, we've got um, um, a large pool of... Some of the biggest names in Australian Daisy. There's Ben Fruit, there's Lax Hawthorne, there's R Diddy, uh, D Hop, um, and then there's Little Old Me tacked in there somehow. But yeah, um, it was an honour to be invited to join the team. Um, and from what I can see, they're working very actively to promote Daisy in the Australian community. So I'm really excited to be a part of it and see what we can do. Um, I, I would love to see another Ashes series. Oh, mate. I, 
I, I, I wasn't around for it the, the first time around, but I did end up going back and watching bits and bobs of it and how good it was back then. And I think we, we've said it before, like obviously with the ball ache, it was for everybody to try and, you know, get loot and keep loot. Now it's so much easier with the way admin tools are now. And like with the way everything in Daisy is now, it, it can be just a whole nother level at this point. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking I'm, forward to these events. I really look forward to seeing what we can uh, do with it. Um, and that little link I just posted didn't work for the Discord. Um, Discord is being funny for me. But yeah, it'll be absolutely amazing. And like you said, you know, the tools that are at our disposal now, um, you know, with uh, stuff like what the one has where you can have little hit bars that show, um, you know, how much health you have remaining and just so many little things to make it easier for the casters um to be able to commentate um you know it, it, it could be amazing it could be mind-blowing yeah we could 100 percent now with what's available completely raise the bar for um in terms of it, like the experience in the event itself and for production quality of streaming it and even as we spoke about last week um interaction with the chat as well being, you know, involved with, you know, potentially um, helping or hindering people that are taking part and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, we'll be out. We'll be out to raise the bar with the event, and it, we had a lot of success with the original Ashes series, and it was a lot of fun to do. So yeah. I can't imagine how good we we could do something now. It'd be a next level. And this time, the Aussies. Yeah, what you mentioned. I was gonna say why you mentioned that. I'm gonna post the editor Discord to the chat as well. Yeah, definitely. Just in mate. case. Definitely. That way, if anybody wants to join in, make suggestions about that. All discussion is hosted there, and you can ask me anything you want. If you got brilliant ideas, I'd love to hear them. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much. Um, Enzyme, you just um, said you enjoyed the uh, Daisy Council. <laughs> I like that. Maybe that's a... I mean, I'll have to add that to that's the... That's a good uh, name for the podcast. I don't know. The, we're, we're actually asking people to suggest um, names in the Discord. Because at the moment, it, it initially started as the Boomer Zone podcast, but Boomers is a bit of an off-putting word for a lot of people. So we just started calling it the Daisy Podcast, but we really want to be able to give it its own name. And um, the Daisy Council, that's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek one. Um, but I think at the moment, the one that is winning is um, Chatting and Chernerus. Um, Campfire Stories is doing well. Um and what we're going to do is basically once we've got a few different um, names that are um, more popular, uh, we'll put it out to a, a more official poll where whatever is the winner will be the name of it. So feel free to fucking troll us if you want. Um, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> we do this every week at the same time. Um, I post up um, in chat um but usually it's about three hours from now ago is when it starts uh midnight australian eastern standard time um 3 p.m uk time 10 a.m eastern time and ben you're the and same some various uh some various times some other, in other places that we don't really irrelevant time zones yeah, yeah. So yeah, jump in the Discord. We we want ideas from you people, uh, whether it be um, three AM Australian Eastern Standard Time. You're a wanker, Jacob. No, it's not. It's fucking midnight. 
It's 3 a.m. now, um, almost, but yeah. Um, and this is the sort of vibe we have, guys. We, we try not to be too serious unless the topic warrants it. Um, the chat is just people having fun, talking Daisy. You can talk shit on Daisy if you want. We might not agree with you, but you can talk it. You know, we're, we're a pretty lax um, sort of thing. We invite other people in. We don't care if they stream it themselves. This isn't just, you know, us trying to get people into the one channel. Brim's meant to be streaming it on his channel, but he's too lazy to. Um, Pretty accurate after. To be fair, I have, <laughs> I have the, la the last two or three weeks, I have streamed it. Yeah. But today, I cannot be fucked. I've got too much shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> too much effort to keep up with that as well. Yeah. But no, I've thank not got my webcam on, so I'm sat here melting in the heat, and it's not a pretty picture. <laughs> yeah, same here, let mate. me guess, you're sitting there in your uh, in your underwear. Sat here, mate, me undies. You've got it. And your nicely striped underwear with the uh, no, red just, marks on the back. They're not. They're not striped. They're just completely pink, just flat pink. <laughs> well, you need to turn what, your webcam on. Were they red when you got them? more viewers? <laughs> 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 Gotta plug your OnlyFans. <laughs> all right guys i gotta get going i gotta get my stream started because i am mega late for me so no worries, i appreciate mate. you guys having me though get your Thank stream you started and uh we'll send everyone over to you so they can check out you in action um doing some uh of your editing of your map editing mod which we talked about earlier in case you missed it all right pleasure guys thank you so much all the best have mate. a wonderful Good day Thank you later brim bye ben right take it easy see you later guys Ooh.